0: com
1: broadcasting live around the world from the vegas strip in a room where the term action could
2: refer only to the classic supercross playing on the vcr and now introducing your hosts steve mathis and the OGK dub kenny
3: watson i just don't like the guy the guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah.
4: Yeah, welcome. We're live, live from Las Vegas, the Pulp MX show. After taking two long weeks off, we are back and back and better than ever, or at least we're back, anyways. Uh, I'm your host Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is a Kenny. Oh, wait, nope. I don't have Kenny Watson here yet. Uh, Kenny Watson is on his way to the studio as we speak. He is uh, either lost in traffic, been arrested, or uh, making out with MX chick in his uh, new Benz. So Kenny will join us shortly. Uh, but in the studio, we do have the legendary Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? Me? Yeah, there we go. Oh,
5: there we go. So, um, just hey, doing my deal. Doing your deal. Doing if, my deal. And if
4: people don't know who uh, Tits is, Tits Legendary is a local Las Vegasian who uh, who did a podcast with me um, about a week ago uh, on pulpamex.com You can check it out on iTunes. Where we. We went over the motocross news, and it was a pretty successful, huh?
5: That's, that's what I hear.
4: <laughs> that's what Pe- I hear. People
5: seem to like it.
4: Uh, we got to do another one of those for sure. We, um, uh, I got good tweets about it. I got some good emails about it. People seem to like it. It was just a little more of a free-flowing uh, t- my take on motocross topics and such. And judging by the dogs barking, Kenny can- Watson is probably here. Probably. Um, but, of course, it's going to take him a while before he makes it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it yeah. again. And actually, uh, what we're gonna do is for this show is we're gonna incorporate the news with TITS hey, legendary. get out of my seat, dude! <laughs> Kenny Watson is in the house. He's in the studio. Fuck, man. What's, What's up? up with the game, bro? What up, K Dub? Yeah, right. That's oh, good. he just dissed me. <laughs> hey, Kenny's in the house. He's finally here. Um, what time is it? Uh, six ten. But hey, thanks for coming on, Kenny. Um, anyways, let's do that uh, again. And we're gonna yeah. do something tonight. We're gonna get Kenny's take on the news. We're hey, going hey, to hey. we're going to get uh, uh, another show done. Hey, let's talk about our sponsors, Kenny. Uh, Peter. Yeah, Peter nice. Peter. Peter.
5: Peter. Yeah, right on. Tits, legendary. Mommy's telling me that I was a little kid when I take a pee. Hold on to your Peter. There he is. You can hold on
4: to him all you want. Uh, uh, let's talk about our sponsors. T R E M X dot com. J uh, G uh, R. J G R M X dot com. X brand Cooper. goggles. Cody uh, hey, we're gonna have uh, um, Rich Taylor on the show later. I didn't tell you that. Rich Taylor. Um, TREMX.com. Free shipping, anything over $100. Home of the Racer's Edge, your one-stop shop for all things moto. Put in Pulp MX Show, all caps, and uh, you will save some money. Uh, got a tweet this week. Uh, some guy saved $28 using Pulp MX Show. I saw that. $28. Uh, JGRMX.com, same uh, motors and suspension as uh, Cooper Webb. Cooper As, uh, as uh, Justin Brayton and David Millsaps. So check them out. And they're on for next year. If join the show again. Who? Jgrmx.com. Wow. When you put your headset on, Kenny, it's better for for the people to hear you. Um, breaking news. Dude. Uh, also, xbrand.com. For put, put your headset on and then tell us the breaking news. Forty <laughs> percent uh, discount for this week on Xbrand goggle. Type in Xcode2010, all caps when you click Buy It Now. Go to xbrand.com, eksbrand.com, or thexbrand.com, and you can. Uh, you can listen to uh, uh, one of us and get, us a, get a discount on any of those fine retailers. And they are supporting the Pulp MX show. And we are back after two weeks. Kenny, welcome back.
6: Thank you. Glad to be back here, Steve.
4: Thanks for uh, coming in tonight. You know, they're, everybody listening, there wasn't going to be a show tonight until Kenny stepped up.
6: Yes, I did, folks. I stepped up.
4: Uh, um, well, I was, you know uh, what he told
6: me? To, to all the people yeah, that listen to this show? Go ahead. This is what your host Steve Mathis, I don't think we should have a show tonight. There's a good football game on.
4: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a- that's absolutely correct. <laughs> and also, I was having trouble getting guests. I uh, I did, couldn't get any hitbacks on any texts. Well, because everyone knows, is finally figuring out that you're an idiot. You
6: should have just had me call some people. How can you listen? You, to- I could have had Bob Hanna, dude.
4: Yeah, I bet I could've you could have had, had Bob Hanna. I um, Marty Tripes. Gary Senex, hey, hey, Bill Payne. How are you listening to the show with a toque and a hoodie on with your headsets over top? It's, Somehow it's, I think you're tuning us out. It's a toque.
5: What it a toque? What's, a, what's a, toque? <laughs> a toque? you know what a toque is? Uh, beanie, right?
4: Beanie toque. I know, I, I know
5: a couple Canadian people, though.
4: Oh. And any other
5: person wouldn't know. Listen, uh, I didn't know.
4: We, uh, we goddamn invented it. and We, we named it. And it oh, what did God toque? have to do with
5: it I'm, you just said I'm just saying. goddamn it? I'm just saying.
4: Hey, uh, 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 let's get started to the show. First of all, um, for people that left messages on the voicemail, um, I usually play them. We usually play them. But we're not going to play them today because, Kenny, there were some really angry messages about people being pissed. At that, me? No, just the show wasn't on. Like, we were scheduled to be on last Monday. <laughs> and we just, you know, I mean, things happen and we didn't go on and, and whatever. But I heard uh, you almost
6: OD'd on bear claws.
4: <laughs> Did I ever? And we'll talk about Bercy in a little bit. Looks uh, like
6: Bercy put on about ten pounds on you, bud. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was good to me. Uh, um, so people were very upset, Kenny. They were leaving messages. I'm not going to play them, but let me just say. I think you should play them. I, I erased them already. Too late. Dude, I think and, I uh, love. I love when people uh, get angry. Um, it's awesome. I don't get the rage at not listening to the X show. You know, on a uh, on a regular night. Like, Tits, how would you feel about no show last week? Were you all right?
5: I managed to survive. Yes. Barely. Yeah.
4: Did you, at any point, did you think about calling the show line and leaving a very hostile <laughs> message?
5: Uh, no. No. I didn't.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, somebody, other people did. Right. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, basically they, uh, what do I do? They're dude? not, ha- hit stop, Kenny.
5: Uh, uh-huh.
4: they're not happy with the show not being around. And I don't know. Uh, we're, we're on an every other week schedule except for last week. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back. should take it as a compl- compliment. I do. I just calm down, everybody. Yeah. Let's get to a couple of emails that we got uh, while we're gone. I got a few of them, but here's a couple that won. Kenny, you'll like this one. Uh, Steve, loving the shows. For what it's worth, I think you made a big mistake by having Steve Cox in the studio a couple of shows ago. Remember that? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm just getting, now getting done with it, and I got to say, Cox is a better sidekick. I did, Kenny. Good stories, a lot of a lot of uh, inside knowledge. But I really think that with Kenny threatening to leave the show and Steve Cox leaving Racer X, you see where I am going with this. Anyway, great show,
6: dude. He could have it, long as the show keeps going on. I don't need to be here, but long as it's still still going, Cox could have my position. I don't think he would take it. And I think if you guys really had Cox in the studio every week, you guys would hate him. Uh, I used to, Steve Cox I, is cool. Yeah. But a little bit, he's a little bit overbearing. I hope he's listening.
4: He probably so, is. If he is, he can call in. Back off. Uh, back off, Cox. Uh, another,
6: Hey, you another, like Cox? I do. Uh, I do. I got Cox Cable myself.
4: <laughs> Cox
6: Cable. <laughs> uh,
4: another show, another email, uh, just when I posted today's show uh, up on the web, on the World Wide Web. Um, hey, Mathis, as the creator of your amazing show featuring the second most important K-Dub, ouch, uh, it is your responsibility to keep the show moving along in a timely and entertaining way. I believe you are making a terrible mistake allowing us fans to be the basis of the show. Because as as we talked about, this show is your show, everybody. Call in. uh, We're going to answer emails, answer phone calls, uh, whatever you got on your mind. If you got an email, question, send it in to steve at com right now, and we will get to it later (laughs) on in the show, and we will answer it. Um, I have a suspicion that the show will be full of static and crappy connections, not to mention most people have terrible questions. Hasbin and Nash are cool, though. Please, please try a little thing called Crash and Burn Radio if you must make it a call-in show. If the caller crashes, then burn the call. The first idiot that asks, huh, a couple of times will no doubt cause a mass exodus from Pulp MX tonight. To me, no one on MX Radio is, an entertaining, is as entertaining as you two. Leave the questions and interjections to the chat room and emails and just pick the good stuff and mention it on the air. So there we go. This guy does not want a call-in show. Mm. No. Speaking of calls, Pulp MX show, you're on the air. Who's this?
7: Hey, this is Andrew.
4: Andrew, what's up? Hey, man, thanks for listening. Is this short?
7: <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, hey,
4: what do you think about this guy who doesn't want the fans to call in?
7: Uh, I think that sucks. Tell him, dude. Is that, suck is that, it. Is that Kenny who doesn't want people calling in? No, just some email guy. No, dude, him. I dig it. I uh, dig it. Whatever. Yeah, Kenny, Ken- Kenny rockstar me this week though.
6: Whoa! Whoa! Was I doing band practice or what?
7: No, I, I, I emailed Kenny about some. I was going to help him out for free at the shop, but he, he didn't want my he didn't want my help.
6: Dude. Right, let, me t- let me tell you a little story, bud. Here we go. Story time with Kenny. Here we go. Story time. Are you sitting down? Hold <laughs> up, Peter. No, this grab, is what the deal is. Got the Tinder. I, t- wait, wait, you, what you sent me, and I know who it is. You're the guy from Canada, right? No, no, no. This, this is uh, the Texas The uh, Texas. I'm from Vegas. Oh, okay. Texas. <laughs> Good <laughs> job,
7: Kenny. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. You're from Canada. You're from okay. Texas. Oh, you're the firefighter, right? Yeah, I used to work for Pro Circuit and yeah, yeah,
6: Yeah, I got you, bud, but check it out. I have probably about 10 guys that email me a day about this, and I do respond, and I will respond to you, and it takes me a little bit of time. Uh, But the bottom bottom line is, I, I, I was all about trying to get people to come in and help out, but my boss tells me, first of all, you don't think about it on a business standpoint. If someone's in our shop and they get hurt, liability. Second of all, people come in, like he he's the type of guy that doesn't want anything for free. If someone's going to come work, they're going to get paid cuz he yeah. never never wants to hear, "Oh, they owe me" or "I owe them."
4: Yeah. So that's the point. way it's that's the way he is. That's an excellent point.
6: So he'd rather pay people to do stuff than come work for free. If we needed help, believe me, dude, you're you're uh you definitely qualify. You definitely yeah. qualify. I mean, you 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 said all the right things, but I got a full squad and you know, I got so much crap going on putting this deal together. You know, every day it's a new adventure for me. So that's the last thing I have time to, to right now is to reply to emails about people that want to come work at my shop for
7: free. Yeah, you know, I'll just I, give I, you a hard time. I know, I know you're busy down there. I just uh, miss the industry. But I'll tell so you I'll, what.
6: If I'll tell you what. You're more than welcome to come down and hang out and, and hang out with the guys and go to lunch or come out to the test track and, and watch us do our thing anytime.
7: Cool. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Yeah, I used to work at PC, and I, I kind of miss the industry. I love being a firefighter, but, you know.
4: You worked at Pearl Circuit. Oh, God.
7: <laughs> it was fun, except Mitch going off on you every day. He's ten-
4: what years did you work there?
7: Um, gosh, it was 2000 through, I think, 2003 or four. Wow. I think
4: he's mellowed a little bit since then.
7: Did yeah. you, you've, uh...
4: Were you there? Osterman was there?
7: I was there with Poochie and, um, and Nick. I'm uh, not Nick, um... It's Kevin. It's recording. Uh, I'm trying to think who ran the shop. It was, uh... Travis Wicks.
4: Oh, Travis Wicks, yeah,
6: yeah Where did yeah. you work? Where, what did you do there?
7: I was just a rep, kind of in-house. You know, I did, I did all the in-house rap and stuff like that. Oh, I, I right. actually all the East, handled all the East Coast stuff. Oh, right on. So it was fun. I, I mean, I just tried to be around the race shop as much as I could, and then, then Ezra offered me that job, so I went and worked for him. That was a lot more fun being kind of in the mix a little more.
4: Right, He worked for Lusk. Oh, yeah? Doing what?
7: Just driving his butts. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yogi's a good dude. Oh yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. was
6: that was his, he he. Why, why don't you tell Mathis what you really did?
4: You restrung his tennis rackets. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah, that's uh, why I decided to become a firefighter. When he decided to become a pro tennis player.
4: Yeah, yeah. When he started uh, not caring that much about promoto. Um, uh, good guy, Yogi. Uh, awesome guy. Out in the wilderness of Georgia, though, not
7: really answering any calls or emails from anybody. Hey, guys.
6: he's been on our show.
7: No yeah, he's de- he's definitely quiet. He didn't like the whole. Uh, Yogi's never le-
4: been on our show? No. We need to get him on.
7: Okay. Yep. He likes to be really low-key, and uh, yeah, he, he kind of stays under the radar.
4: He would be the exact opposite of, say, um, well, I'm trying to think of a rock star in our sport. but Chad I, Reed? Uh, very yeah,
6: yeah, I'll, I'll okay, yeah, on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. i Twitter.
4: Yeah, very. Not so much rock star because he's a good guy. But, awesome um, guy. But I get what you mean. Yeah, he'd be the exact opposite of Chad Reed.
6: Dude, today it, it was crazy talking about Chad Reed. I got a Twitter today, came across. It's and a tweet.
5: It's, it's
4: a tweet. It said something <laughs>
6: about... It is a tweet. It said something about... Uh, I thought it said Chad Reed wanted to cage match Ivan Tedesco. Uh huh. And I texted him back, going, Hey, Reedy, we could get this going. We could actually make it
4: work. We could get this yeah. going.
6: And then Reedy hit me back, No, no, no. I meant Ricky Carmichael and Ivan against Jason Ellis.
4: I'd like to see that. But, well, Ivan could be the greatest cage match ever if you give him eight weeks. Eight weeks, right?
6: Oh, <laughs> it's all I you need. know. Eight
4: weeks, dude. It's all and he needs. would be the greatest. He'd uh, be the MMA
6: fighter, he could be the <laughs> MMA
4: <laughs> champion. <laughs> Hot sauce. All he needs is eight weeks.
7: I think hot sauce is going to kill it this year. Yeah, I hope he does too.
4: Uh, I think his team's going to hold him back, to be honest.
6: <laughs> How <laughs> about
7: uh, Josh Hill? What's the, what's yeah, the, what's deal, the deal with that, Kenny? Kenny?
4: It's on my schedule to talk about. What is up with Josh Hill?
6: Uh, you know, I did. It's, 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 it's all a pipe dream right now for No, us. it's
4: not. No, it's not, Kenny. I know it's <laughs> not a pipe dream. I've heard from other people besides <laughs> you. I talk to agents. I talk if to you other talk writers. to other
6: people besides me, you know what's going on. I'm just the team manager. I'm the last to know. So, okay,
4: if I know what's going on, I'll tell you it's more than a pipe dream.
6: Okay. I heard he's riding for Valley. How about his legs? Are
4: they healed up or what?
6: Oh, dude, he's doing jumping jacks.
4: <laughs> there's, uh, there's no way he's coming out for A1, right, Kenny? I mean, even. Oh, no, he'll be at A1, but Yeah, but <laughs> on the motorcycle?
6: Yeah, he'll be there taking pictures. Taking whoever pictures. Whoever he's riding for. I don't know what his deal is right now.
5: Yeah. What's up with you asking, or asking everyone what they think about him riding for your team?
4: Yeah, he's trying to play like Chad Reed. Oh, hey, look at me. Hey, yeah trying, yeah, trying to stir it up. Hey, uh,
6: dude, check this out though. The page is seventeen zero. You to oh, have to fuck. learn
4: how to spell does, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, with the D O S E. D O E S does.
6: That's a, that's a dyslexic in me coming out. That's I all.
4: know. I know. We just it just it looks more professional when you
6: spell. Yeah, I'm not professional. Everyone knows that I'm a fucking <laughs> idiot.
4: All
7: right. Fantastic. We love you, Kenny. I hope you stay on the show.
4: Thanks. Yeah. No, you know what? We uh we are coming back for t- twenty eleven.
6: We are. coming back strong. I'm staying. My T V career got cut because I couldn't spell does. <laughs> 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 they clipped me in my contract. I had to write a paragraph and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't spell everything
7: right, so they clipped me.
8: You're out. You can't <laughs> spell does.
7: <laughs> they, they well it wouldn't me. be the same without you. You guys are hilarious. Yeah,
4: no, he's he's coming back. We got we're gonna try to step up. You know what we're gonna try to do next year, Kenny? i don't have know, some A T V pros on the show. That'd be cool. Uh gonna be tits even. Um no I want to do a couple shows on video. I'm figuring, I'm looking into it. She you know, did. just have a camera, a static camera showing us, and uh, and that that's something we're looking into. So that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and I think. stream it live. Then, unfortunately, then I'm going to, have to put my pants on. Yeah.
7: How yeah. about having uh, West Canaan on for the first show? Who? West Kane, Wes Little little rowdiness up in there.
4: Uh, I don't really know who that is. I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't know him.
7: You know. Uh <laughs> well, He's get- on that new uh, Vanilla Ice project. He's he's that uh, crazy dude.
4: Have you seen that show? I haven't watched it.
7: No, yeah. Wes Kane. He was a moto guy, wasn't he? he? He's with Verb. Verb yeah, his, son, his sons were like little. Mo- they were they were pro for a little while, I think. But
4: uh, okay, all right, man. Thanks for calling.
7: Cool, thanks, guys. All right, buddy.
4: Uh, hey, and this show is about you guys, so send emails to steve at pulpamex.com, and we will answer them as well. Call in 702-586-7857 if you have a burning question on your mind. We're going to try to get uh, David Pingree here on in a little bit. Perfect. Talk to him about Twitter, and Rich Taylor wants to come on, the owner of X-Brand Goggles, so we're going to try to get Rich on a little bit, um, and we're going to have some guests uh, maybe popping in, maybe calling in. I told Nick Way to call us, so we'll see if he does. How's Nick
6: Way's new motorcycle? Do you like it? I don't know. I haven't talked to him. Yeah, I heard. heard those teams are working really well for those guys. I heard they're super. Everyone's happy over there. Yeah, really. The Valley guys got the Yamaha working good. That's what I, I hear.
4: Who'd you hear that from? Your um,
6: no, I I heard it from. Uh, well, I heard my one of my old mechanics, Marcus, is working for uh, for David for Volman. Oh yeah. And yeah. he's saying I asked him how the guys are riding up at the track, and he said that uh, they got the, all the Yamaha guys are really happy. Every team.
4: All right, uh, Chisholm. Tommy and Freeze, uh, Motor Concept team. I'm nice, forward that's to a that. good team. I think it is. It I is think solid, yeah, right? the, yeah,
6: for sure. I, I'm kind of excited for that new. You t-
4: you talked to Tommy Han a little bit.
6: Yeah, yep. he, he he never. I did talk to him. I talked to him at Wash and that was the last time I talked to him. Oh, I
4: thought you had. Yeah, since this then. is what
6: my deal with Tommy Hahn is, and I love Tommy Hahn as a person. Yes, but we love a, Will Hahn too. As a, as a businessman <laughs> and not having an agent and represent himself, Tommy, I hope you're listening, but you suck at it. <laughs> and the reason why – Yeah, I, like
4: if you're not going to have an agent, you should be on the ball. Yeah, right, so I, right.
6: I, I, I approach him at Ugle and I say, hey, check it out. I got this program. I'm really, really interested in you. I know we're not doing outdoors, but I think it's something that you know you should look into, and it's a good program. And even if you don't want it, just call me back and say, hey, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. The last time I heard from him, I go, like, I guess if I don't hear from you by Wednesday, I know what the deal is. <laughs> because 95% in the moto world is if you don't hear, a, get a call back or an email, you know that you didn't get the deal. Well, that's
9: so,
4: awesome. Yeah. But
6: the great thing is he lives with Ivan. And he wants to come up here and ride with Ivan. And he wants oh, to he be does. part of it. And I told him, you're going to burn me and not call me back. I promise you that I will never, ever, ever do one thing for you because I think that's disrespectful. It's like you taking a shit in your hand and throwing it in my face.
4: Wow. Same that's thing. That's gnarly. Yeah. Hey. A shit in your hand. Hey, in I'll tell face. you what. A guy doesn't call you back? Yeah, exactly.
6: I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> if you're going to do business, <laughs> yeah. that's what this industry is right. about. There's too many fake people that talk so much crap. They see you and yeah. they're like, bro, hey, buddy, guy, let's go to dinner. Or, yeah, you're yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah, you're yeah. my guy. Yeah. And then you're all, okay, give me a call. Then they don't call you, and then they see you and they try to be your friend. Dude, you don't have to be my friend. I don't want to go to dinner with you and your wife. It's business. We do our business and we go our separate ways. Right. Quit I mean, dude, in every other every Spired, other industry
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
6: yeah. I'm just
5: sick of it. everyone's right. bullshit. I'm sick of it. I don't really care. Speaking of, Chad Reed tweeted uh, or tweeted? Is it Twittered? Tweeted. It's tweeted? Tweeted. Okay, tweeted. We'll go with tweeted. About uh, something about the industry, and Cox had replied to him about, you got that email too, something like that. You know what I I'm saw talking that. about? I saw that. You know what that's about? No. No, no. idea. I don't know.
4: They're
5: something seemed yeah. like they were probably on the same wavelength as Kenny where they were just sick of the industry. Maybe Cox
4: just wanted to, like, Sound they, cool. did Chad reply first? Did Chad say it first? Chad said it first. Oh, uh, then Cox was probably like, yeah, 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 yeah me too. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's the you. truth, I'm though, getting on the pulled
6: If you a 100 people, I guarantee you 75 of them, Say the same exact thing that I just said.
4: Uh, Pe- yeah, no. People
6: I mean, are phony yeah. baloney in this industry. And you know what? You're I'm like, not phony baloney. You're Kenny. only good I'm as here. your job. I'm you're here only, for you. I, I, I agree, and so am I. Yeah. But you're only good as your job. Like, I know damn well who my group of friends are in this industry. I, like, I'm going to use – am, am I one of them? I would say so. Nice. Because if I did not have my position, right. I could count on one hand how many people would call me and say, What are you well, doing? What are you up to? You
4: you were out of the industry for a little bit. Yeah. And,
6: and you know yeah, what? right. That five people checked up on me and and uh, were my cage, guys.
4: MMA cage fighter king. Yep. Um, Mark Smith. Yep. Uh, Hart. Yep. I'm out after that. Deegan. Deegan. Oh, okay. I Feist. thought you and Deegan and Feist. No, we're cool. I thought you and Deegan were and cool. Were falling David out.
6: Kaiser. From Renthal, oh, yeah? Sean Norfolk. There's a few guys that are a real Kaiser's a good dude. S- Skip Norfolk, yeah, dude. All those dudes are good dude. You know who's another good dude? There's Bob Minter. Maynard. Bob Minter's a good dude. Kevin Strickwater's a good dude. There's a lot of good guys out there, but there's a lot of guys that have come and gone, that thought they were they they were in, right. but you know what? Only thing they're in
5: got them right out.
4: That's right tits. Don't try to work your way into Kenny's heart. Okay. Because he will reject you.
5: No, I won't. Let's, I mean, try, if to, you're, let's,
4: let's try to make Kenny in a better mood. I'll save
5: myself the heartache from trying to, try to, make trying Kenny to get a
4: better in. Anybody calling in yet? Yeah, let's, this gets Kenny in a better mood. This gets him in a good mood all the time.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah, it's your jam. Yeah, Kenny likes this
6: one. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Let's hear it. I,
10: heard
6: I haven't heard it in a few weeks.
10: Yeah. you smiling. smiling. <laughs> his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: It's like a pacifier for a baby. <laughs> baby. Like a pacifier.
10: Popin' <laughs> Max. <laughs> I have documentation. Come to you
1: live from the Vegas stress.
4: It's, it's
6: total bullshit.
4: What do we do, Kenny? <laughs> Sit back and enjoy
9: it's an
5: awesome it. song.
4: Oh, Kenny.
5: Dude, that's so sweet. You, you like just it? got that on repeat on your iPod? No, I don't even have it, dude. <laughs>
4: uh, let's, okay, we got some calls. You want to take some calls?
5: So I guess hey,
6: that's where we're before here before we
4: get started, though, uh, too much, Uh show hoodies for sale on PulpMX.com. What
6: about my artwork I sent you? Uh,
4: you didn't no, like them? Didn't like it. We use this other one. Perfect. Uh, here's the thing. We sold out of our first run. We're now on run number two.
6: Sweet. We sold 12
4: <laughs> of them. No, no, no. I think we made 35. Gone. Wow. We're um, coming up. And thanks to... Kenny, thanks to Bob from Omaha, that's his Twitter name, bought four of them, only wants one. And bought four. He said he loves the show, he wants to help out the show and, uh, and donate to the cause. And so, what we're probably going to end up doing when we get our second run in is we'll give some away that Bob bought.
6: You know, it's Bob awesome. Could even
4: depend, Bob can even judge on who he wants to give them to. Yeah. You know? And we're probably going to take. Tits has one on order. Tits has one on order. Two on order. Two on order. Mm-hmm. We're so behind in back orders, we're going to take Tits' and right. send them out. So you're out of luck, bud, until the, awesome. the next shipment comes in. Right. So thank you, Bob from Omaha. Kenny, do you want to thank him?
6: Bob, I got I got roots in Omaha. I got roots. I lived at Denny Stevenson's house for two years. I worked for Brian Deegan. I know all about uh, Red's Pizza, Champs at the mall, over there at the, uh, what's the Air Force base there? That's where Deegan used to live, in Bellevue. I used to go to Patty Murphy's back in the day, Bob. I got that town in my back pocket, guy. Thank you. Miss
7: Hoover. I glued my head to my shoulder.
4: Alright, let's take some calls. Thank you, Bob, from Omaha. Your sweatshirt is uh, hoodie is uh, is on its way shortly. Hey, Papa Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
8: Hey, shit in the hand, flung in the face. Did
4: I hear that right? Yeah you did, Hasbin. that was uh, that was Kenny's if you don't call him back, it is like shitting in your hand and throwing at his face.
3: It is. But but <laughs> well, he's got it he's got a he's got a point, man. That's business one oh one.
4: Who had six thirty one mm-hmm. in the Hasbin calls in pool?
6: <laughs> hey kenny how you doing man good how's up how's been hey uh
8: how close was reed for uh to to h and h
6: who reed how uh, close was he yeah. how close he was uh, he was real real close but what happened was um he wanted to ride hondas and we had a deal with honda and everything was cool and it went to legal over at dodge and uh did not happen Dodge would not let us ride Hondas. Even though they're
4: black and they might it not say, oh, yeah, it. It didn't matter. It just,
6: what happened was if, if they, they said we could have done it, but if anything would have leaked, any time an announcer would have made a mistake or someone would have said that we rode a Honda, it would have, it would have kiboshed our whole deal and we would have to pay back every penny that they gave us.
4: And you know that that would have happened at some point. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Right.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the, Chad, the, Chad that's pretty the corporate
2: much. environment we're in, unfortunately. I, yeah. I don't understand man,
4: that. I all about the corporate environment. Chad,
6: Chad, Chad, Chad has a good deal. He's going to surprise some people, man. His deal is tight.
4: I heard he's hauling ass at the test track right he now. He
6: is. His t- his program is legit. Right. Legit, and it's the way he wants it. Osterman,
4: so, team manager there.
6: He's killing it. I talk to yeah. Dave all the time. All right. Let's call Dave. We will. We're gonna call Osterman. Okay. Did I tell you what hey, I did with Osterman? No. Uh, I got a good one. I'll watch. I'll call him. All right. Go ahead, Hasbin.
3: Hey, how many
8: guys is H- is Martin Huntington's sponsoring? Uh, two. No, I mean, how about it, like at a support level? Anything on the back door? Or, uh, oh yeah,
6: there's a lot on the back door. If you go to Hook, It, loves the back door. If you go, if you go to the website <laughs> called Hookit.com, we have a huge program on there. You could buy it, whatever you need.
10: I'll have to check that out. Yeah,
3: hey, uh, out. Now, well,
6: also, now you, you stepped
10: have up to st- the bench, man. How's the, how's the
3: action, man? How's the training to the back seat? Anything good or
6: what? Uh, it's been pretty. It's been pretty uh, mellow, you know. I've been. Kind of hanging out with, I've uh, been dating a, a, a one little girl here lately. So I've been pretty, pretty chill and doing my thing. So, you know, with the MX chick out of my life now, I, I had to try to move on and it's been tough, but uh, oh, I'm doing tough. my best.
0: Yeah. That's, that's good. You sound much more relaxed now. I'm glad for you. Well, that song, hey, um, that song brought him that, down uh, from, his, yeah, yeah. from his anger. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, uh, uh,
4: uh, Kenny, I meant to ask you I did a podcast with somebody recently. And they said you were. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did two podcasts, one with Holly and one with McGrath. I said to McGrath, give me your Kenny story. And he said, a lot of card games. And then I brought up the chokehold of Skip. And he's Roger DeCoster's kid chokeholding Skip out. Okay. Oh, yeah, you remember that? Yes, very you, you well. He told the story. And, uh, and so he brought that story up and said, you guys were indeed all just standing there wondering what the hell is going on. And then it's like, holy shit, Skip is losing consciousness.
6: He was losing it. Yeah,
4: and then McGrath said we should have beat the crap out of that kid. We, none of us did it at the time, though.
6: Yeah, it was that was a weird situation. And
4: then I did one with Holly, and your name came up again. And I think he said you and him are going for the, no. It wasn't Holly because he's married, but maybe it was Holly. He's yeah, not it was, it, he's, it was Holly. He
5: Jim, said they were going for the same. Was it Holly? Same girl. Oh, I yeah. heard this. Okay, yeah, like yeah, Tits
4: yeah. on on the ball. On you and him are going for the same girl at some point. Uh, what oh. was her name? Dan- Way back in the... Danielle or something? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't know what her it name was. It wasn't,
6: dude. It wasn't. Just, dude, he said this, the name,
4: didn't he, Tits? Yeah, but let me,
6: let me tell you the story, dude. Did. This was so long ago, dude. I was in high school, dude. He was already, like, almost ready to retire racing, and he, <laughs> well, he met this little back. girl. He met this girl on my, that lived down the street from me who I was really good friends with. She was my prom date, dude, uh-huh. okay? And he started to date her, and, dude, wow. I never I never dated her. She wouldn't give me the time of day. We were just friends, and, yeah, I, I totally, she was my really good friend, and she asked me if I knew who this guy was. I didn't know Jim Hawley. But
4: you knew his name. I knew who yeah, he was. Yeah, I yeah. knew he
6: was, like, a motocross racer, and I was like, oh, my God. You're like like I gotta, Then after that, I became friends with him, and I asked uh, him. He's like, oh, Mo, <laughs> you know her? And that's how it started. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but it was like, never, I battled like with that guy for the, a chick.
4: The... Pro motocrosser who's making eighteen times the money that you make is gonna yeah, pull that just, chick any, yeah. any
6: day. Dude, I was t- I know you're dude, I school, was, I right. was t- dude, I was a struggling baseball player in high school thinking I had a dream of going and doing something. My ambitions were very, very low at the time. But yeah, that was it.
8: Yeah, if you only had the bend then. <laughs>
6: I'll tell you, <laughs> you, want to hear a good story about that chick? This is a great one, has been. And you could ask I I, I really wish we could get this chick she lived down the street from me and you had to go through this park well i had a i had a a 1997 yz125 and i just got it back from um wasn't pro circuit I w- it was fmf that did it i put an fmf pipe they did some porting and i came out and i was freaking rode through the park and dude i was in flip flops board shorts and in a, a basketball Sleever jersey shirt? basketball jersey right. of course and her and her girlfriend were out she had a volkswagen jetta she was there watching it and i seen it at the end of the street so i said i'm gonna pop a wheelie so i started doing <laughs> a power wheelie popping like second third and i'm wheeling went to fourth i'm like "Yo, i got this i shifted to fifth and the thing just came out from underneath me Ooh. and just cartwheel dude hit the tree and they're all like oh my god freaking out they run over to me i'm like oh, i'm okay yeah. i'm riding back just oh my god just yeah, yeah. road rash <laughs> i go back to pull in my garage and my mom left uh. And locked the garage. <laughs> and I couldn't get in the house. I had to walk back to this girl's house and said, please help me.
4: I feel like the biggest
6: wiener yeah, yeah, ever. You, you stay
4: classy.
8: <laughs> yes, I do.
4: As- been you got any other questions, or we got to go?
8: Yeah, yeah. I need Kenny to do a uh, Kenny's Corner on the uh, Gay Suzuki Rider. And if you've ever been in a backseat event.
6: Who's the Gay Suzuki Rider? Remember that whole thing? I don't know. You tell me. I, dude, you tell I, have, I think it was all a bunch of bullshit.
4: Yeah, it was uh, definitely a strong. If you know who it was, I think it was.
6: I think it was Ivan Tedesco. (laughs) I think it was Ivan Tedesco and Paul Carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's no (laughs) fake from New Mexico. Yeah, there is. All right, thanks. We'll leave it at that. Have a good show, guys. Later, bud. Please come home. I miss
4: you.
5: Did I miss something? Who's your second writer? You got Tedesco, and who's the other one? Chris Plus. Oh, that's right. That's right. The silent assassin. He thought you were still Paul.
4: He just realized you. Uh, I
5: was actually wondering when is Paul showing up? This is still his gig, right?
4: Yeah, yeah it's still his show.
5: Paul Curry? No. no, no, no. Paul Hope
4: Paul Pamek Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sean.
4: Hey, Sean. How are you, man? Thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Sorry we took two weeks off, if you're one of the angry callers.
0: No, I'm not one of those guys. I understand. What's up? So, uh, what do you guys think of Porcel uh, possibly taking, like, a fill-in position for an injured rider maybe halfway through the season? you think that's something he'd do, or nope? Uh, you think he only wants the whole season?
4: Dude, I just think he wants money to, to race motorcycles, enough money to make it living. And those fill-in rides, they don't pay. Those teams generally don't pay. I know what the Cowie guys are getting and in the, in the, in the Yamaha guys. When they when they want a fill-in rider, they're sort of like, hey, kid, here's your shot, um, and we're going to pay you just a little bit. And that, that can't be what Purcell wants. wants
6: yeah, so. I'll tell you one thing, though. Talking about a fill-in rider... Those dudes on, uh, like it was, yeah. it, was it, it came up to me, like uh, you know when we signed Ivan and and his agent was were saying, well, hey, what happens if a, a spot opens, at Kawasaki, you know, if they ask us to go, I said, well, huh, that's your call, but I have a contract with you, and I don't care what you're doing, you're, I'm not letting you out. Yeah, yeah. Because you know yeah. what,
4: it's tough. It, well, it, Alan it, Brown went through that last year, who you know well. And,
6: and yeah, yeah, but Alan Brown shouldn't have let it. I mean, right, I think right. I think I'm in a little different position than Alan was because. I think Ivan really, really, really likes his motorcycles, and he really likes the program that he's on. Right. And I don't know, you know, what what Alan's deal was over there, so I can't really speak.
4: No, but you saw a team, uh, um, was, you know, struggle after losing a rider.
6: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, dude, but you know what? I'm stoked for those
4: guys. I mean, What maybe... the hell is Purcell going to do? Dude, what's he going to do?
6: He's going to eat. You know what he's going to do? What? Eat right, bear claws in France. Eat, eat
4: bear claws in France? Right, his jet ski. Yeah, I will ride my jet ski.
6: It makes jet ski.
4: You, do you want to go jet skiing? <laughs> uh, no, no, it was. um. You.
6: Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do, Angie. <laughs> Angie,
4: very, very angry tonight. Who, Angie? Yes, she, very angry.
5: She had a hard day.
4: Tits, you want
5: some coffee? Oh, I'm okay. Just water's fine. Yeah, Come on, Tits. I'll take you that though. one.
4: No, she's not Tits. He's Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh stop grabbing her ass, Kenny.
6: I need to get some booty. A little awkward over <laughs> well, here.
4: Well, it, A little awkward here. <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
4: all right, man. Hey, Sean, uh, any other questions?
0: No, that's all I have for you guys.
4: Hey, thank you for, for calling in.
0: Yeah, no problem. Talk to you later. Uh,
4: and that's Sean. Uh, and this show is for you, 702-586-7857. Give us a call, and um, we, uh, we'll try to answer some questions. Uh, but, yeah, Porcel, uh, he's just going to stay out. A super cost, I imagine. Yeah, I, I believe so. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I, I believe you should move your mic up. Move your mic. I don't believe he's going to be doing anything this season. See,
5: every, yep, yeah. every, every week. You don't
4: think he's. You don't think he's out for the for the year? The
6: uh, uh, only thing I can see happening for Purcell right now is yeah. is if KTM can come through with something with that kid getting hurt. Oh, Almost went. Yep. Yeah. I yep. mean, they might have some budget left, but I just don't see. They already pay the kid, so I I just don't see. You know, I think him and Russ are standing strong on what they have, and they yeah. want to uh, they, to do yeah, that.
5: Yeah, yeah, they are. I thought DeCoster didn't want Musk or not Musclun, uh Purcell.
4: I'd heard that somewhere. I
6: think that's bullshit because anybody, if they had the budget and the money and they could afford to pay their how could you Ro- not – Roger's ha-
4: got a history of, like, having no – How purchase? could you
6: not want Purcell? The guy's right. gnarly, you know. I mean, I wish I could – you know, yeah. if I was in that situation. How,
4: how, how much did you talk to Russ? What, did he throw the money out and you were like, see uh, later? Dude, I,
6: I didn't talk to Russ that much about him. I called no, him and I said, was, hey, what's the yeah. deal? What do you guys want? And he told me and I, I was, hey, you know what, that's way out of my ballpark and right. we're not paying guys that much money. And, you know, I wish you the best of yeah. luck, dude. And I'm not going to waste your time and hope you don't waste mine. Right? But there's early no on, res-
4: this was before the Dodge deal, but you uh-huh. still knew you couldn't do it?
6: Uh, dude, there's no way I was going right. to pay Riders that much money. I mean, right. There's a lot of, there was, there was guys that we were talking to when we were talking to Purcell, you know. I mean, yeah, we were talking to Reed, and we were talking to another top-notch guy that ended up doing, staying where he was at. And Timmy, Timmy
4: retired, so it can't be yeah. that top-notch. So,
6: I mean, you know, I was I was stoked that, uh, you know, we were able to put together what we did at the last minute. So, I mean, times are tough right now, and people got to take what they can get. And I think uh-huh. for Purcell, I think he's holding his ground, and I think he needs to do that for himself.
4: All right uh hey let's uh let's uh segue into some motocross news that tits legendary has for us here uh we don't have a theme song for you tits um I wish we had one let's I can make one up right let's now. let's make Go one ahead. up Sel- i love boobs tits, <laughs> tits boobs tits tits tits, <laughs> tits 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 <laughs> tits, tits reads the news tits reads the news tits reads the news
5: tits reads the news
4: uh first first item tits uh Kenny, feel free to jump in and comment anytime mm-hmm. uh. hey who's
6: canada cheatwood? Is this Canada Cheatwood?
4: I don't know. I, I do I do know everybody in Canada, according to people who...
5: Wow. Uh, first first news item. All right. First yeah. up, the Red Bull Catalina Grand Prix took place this last weekend. First Boy. time in 52 years. Wow.
6: Didn't even know that.
5: You really didn't? Mm-mm. <laughs> who won? <laughs> um, Kurt Caselli? I said, Did he which, race which, it? which class? Uh, Kurt Caselli won the heavyweight. Yep. Okay. And then uh, wow. Pro 18... Uh,
4: have you ever been to Catalina? Yep. I think that'd be really cool. Did Timmy cool.
5: Wiegand race it?
6: Sean Collier.
4: Really Norman cool. Norman Kendall. To, to ride a bike around. Jimmy
6: O'Neill. Jimmy O'Neill really got third?
4: That's what it says.
6: That's awesome. You know Jimmy O'Neill is? That's I'm, Jim O'Neill's son. It's Jim O'Neill's kid. Jim O'Ne- O'Neill is. That's awesome for Jimmy.
4: Um. Hey, and by the way, uh, O'Neill's coming on board our show a little bit, Kenny.
6: Oh, right on. In
4: the new year. We will Simi Valley-based company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were big on Kenny Watson being involved. Yeah, right.
6: <laughs> Anyways. They weren't, were they?
4: I didn't even bring it up. Oh. Uh, Catalina Grand Prix. I think that would be so
5: cool to ride a, a bike on that island, man.
4: It's yeah. awesome. It's really Did cool. Travis,
6: I heard uh, in it says Travis racing.
5: Yeah, he raced it. I think he crashed out or something no like way. that. <laughs> Shocker. Wow. Yeah. It says uh-huh. over 800 people rode it, and it's a six-mile-long course.
6: Dude, that's a long drive from, like, Long Beach.
5: A long drive to <laughs> Catalina Island? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, would be a really long drive. Did they get that bridge drive.
4: done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's done. Um, well, Ping raced it. And he did. He got we're second try place. To have, oh, he did?
5: Yep, second place in the Pro 30, or Who Plus won? 30. Who won? Uh, Ryan Dudek.
4: Oh, Ryan Dudek. Yeah, good guy. Known from Yamaha days. Yep. Um, and Ping got second. Second place. Um,
5: wow, we're going to try to have Ping
4: on later, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, how many
4: people?
5: Well, it says 800 riders.
4: How do you get 800 bikes? Do you just ship them in a container?
6: Dude, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. How do you thinking. get 800 bikes over there? I don't, I don't know. know, dude. You're talking to the wrong guy. I just <laughs> found out they had a race there, and you're asking <laughs> me how they got the bikes there.
5: <laughs> Good point. They just drove across.
4: Why don't the we bridge. just ask one <laughs> of the guys? Why
6: don't we ask one of the guys that raced it how they got their bikes there in their
3: box trucks?
4: Yeah, yeah. How just, they got their vans there? I mean, I know like, they put bikes in a container, and they can simply, uh, you know,
3: crate them. Over crate over.
4: them over there, but 800.
6: That's, too, I, I mean, I only, I've only i been there twice. One time I took the ship and I bar all over myself because I got seasick. <laughs> awesome. And the other time I took the helicopter, which was bitching. Uh-huh. And I took the
5: helicopter. It was a good time.
4: Yeah, I wish I could say I took a helicopter at Catalina Island.
5: Uh, what else you got there, Tits? All right. Doug Henry's house burned down yeah. just before Thanksgiving, which is a sad story. But uh, everyone was fine. The whole, apparently the whole thing went to the ground. But, um you know. Another
4: tough break for a guy that's had yeah. some breaks. Dude,
6: I can't that guy's had the worst luck, man. Yeah. What has he done wrong, man? has he did he do something to somebody? Because that guy that has had, had the, the worst, worst yep. luck in the world of anyone I know, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, he's such a good
5: guy.
4: I think too. he's looking for some memorabilia. I don't have any Doug Henry memorabilia to give. Yeah, him. there
5: there was some uh writer recovery or yeah. something like that, some auctions going on.
4: Do you have anything, Tits?
5: Any of his memorabilia? Yeah. Uh I don't. Uh, I do,
6: but I can't give it to him because it's all memories.
5: <laughs> Dick. <laughs>
4: dude, I have so many Doug
6: Henry memories, dude. I remember the first time i seen his wife. Oh, I you have it...
4: memories, not memorabilia. No, I got memories. I said memories. Mem- memorabilia. Oh, I thought
6: think. you said memories.
9: <laughs> Another
4: classic, hey, dude,
6: you uh, know what? Dude, yeah. I remember the first time i seen Doug Henry, and he was when, when he wrote DGY, yeah. and he was with Stacy when he first started Dater, and I swear to God, I thought it was Heidi Fleiss.
4: Was Heidi Fleiss in the news back then, even? Yeah? Yes.
6: Really? Yes. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, I know, yeah, whatever.
4: All right. Hey, your, well, wife, your yeah.
6: wife's saying that you guys went on the honeymoon to cool. Catalina, did you?
4: Um, yeah, we did. Oh, that's cool. Pulp and Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
10: LMNOP. Who? LMNOP. We're
3: going by Twitter names, right? Oh, we are? I don't know.
4: LMNOP. Tits, uh, that's that's a, your that's, choice. That's Tits' uh, pet peeve. Your choice. Okay, uh, k Yes, sir.
6: What
3: about your Twitter post today, number seventy-five. What about it? Are you gonna do it?
6: I don't know yet. We're we're talking about it. We're what's seeing it what's, take? Uh, some funds. We need some more funds.
4: And we can get each Twitter uh, follower to chip in five bucks.
6: Yeah. What do you think? Think we should do it?
3: I don't know. What's his health like?
6: Uh, he'll be all right. He's he'll he'll be back. Um, it's just a matter of time. He has some crazy nerve damage in his in his leg. In his ankle, yeah. so... Um, like
7: compartment syndrome or something, he was saying.
6: Yeah, but, I mean, he's getting better, and uh, it's just one of those deals. Nerves, nerve damage takes a long time, so it could be six yeah. weeks, six months, or six years. Who knows? Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know.
3: Yeah, if he's healthy, it'd be good for you guys.
4: There we go. LMOP.
6: LMOP. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to
5: write that one down, dude. <laughs>
3: Later, guys. All Later. Right. Later, man. Thanks.
5: Kenny, are you guys uh, Supercross only? Are you going outdoors this year?
4: They say they're going to do four, but it'll end up they won't do any. Okay. Every team says they're going to do some and then they right.
5: don't, but probably right. pretty much. Uh, okay. okay,
4: next item there. All it's- right.
5: Tedesco's uh, the Hurley Tron commercial debuted online today. Did you see it? No.
6: No. What is that? What's what it, is that? it? His
5: Hurley, you know, the clothing where he was doing the photo or uh, the video shoot for the commercial. I don't know nothing it's about it. Tron inspired. What's Tron? The movie? I don't know nothing about right, it. Well.
4: I didn't see it. Okay, I then. do know what Tron is, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? From back in the day.
5: It's like the, yeah, it's futuristic. Yeah. Thelio. It's really good. It's like an early oh, 80s. Okay. He, he, he's an
4: idiot, dude. Uh, But uh, okay, so the commercial came out. I, and
5: I was just curious. It, it, I thought it was interesting. You're
4: curious to get his team manager's take yes. on it, but team manager. Never saw it. Never saw anybody. it. I, 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 I
5: could give a rat's ass. That's it, it's,
6: it's, it's his personal Plus, deal. It, it,
4: you probably should care about it because in the video, he takes a Hart and Huntington t-shirt, sets it on fire, and then poops <laughs> on it. know I, I so that probably I, should I know be something you should look I into. I know he
6: would never do that. that That's what they too say. Much, that guy has yeah. way too much class for that. That's
5: what it was on there.
6: Dude, All right. that guy gets so bummed out. Like People Twitter him, and they talk crap on him on Twitter. And Who? Who? Ivan. And he goes, why would they say that about me? And he gets really bummed. Hey,
4: he gets he, him and I aren't on the greatest terms because he—I've written some things critical of him, and he remembers and gets butthurt for sure. You're absolutely right. Oh yeah,
6: he doesn't dig it.
4: But yet, when he's sitting here and he's done the show with us, I think he's been great, and he's an awesome, and he's a good dude. He's he a is. good guy. He's all right. But as a member of the yeah. media, I have to once in a while write some stuff yeah. about him.
5: Yeah, gotta do your job. Uh, That's next, next up. All right, Thor resigns with Brett Metcalf for what I'm assuming is another, just a one-year deal.
6: He yeah, was, probably
4: uh, one year to match his Suzuki deal. I think his Suzuki deal is one year. Kenny, what do you think? Uh, he has,
6: I would think he has a two-year deal. Two-year so year deal? No okay. one signs one-year deals mm-hmm. no more. It's factory.
4: Okay, sorry. Well, uh, okay so Thor has Villapoto, Weimer, Metcalf, pro circuit team. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to bat with. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they'd sign Weimer. I mean, he's a good dude, but... Wouldn't I don't want Wouldn't you want a red guy? You know, they, they, they try. The gear companies try to have different brands
5: one guy to show.
4: You're making the money, son Kenny.
6: Because they probably don't want to spend the money, and I know he probably did it for cheap. And I know that his agent is really in there with uh, with parts unlimited. Oh and, God,
4: and with Fisher too. Like, yeah,
6: yeah, he's it, it's uh, it's it's one of those things. You scratch my back, I scratch hers. So right. that's that's what I think. I mean, I like Jake. You know, I. I I don't know if Jake sells gear, but he serves a nice guy. Oh,
4: he's, he's an awesome dude. I just, I just know how gear companies think about having different brands. They have Pro Circuit and they have Villapoto, so their green coverage is set. Um, I just wonder, you know. I
6: what? just don't know why they would get rid of Chad Reed. That makes no sense to me. But yeah, I don't know it's who, who money. Am I.
4: I think that was money, though, for That's sure. Budget.
6: But dude, Chad Reed sells more gear than all those guys put together.
4: It hasn't been announced. No, I don't agree with that.
6: Well, I, I, I would wish, I would hope you didn't.
9: Agree with me.
4: <laughs> uh, he sells a lot of gear, but as much as Pro Circuit and Villapoto combined, you know, like those guys sell, a lot, they're in a lot of press and stuff. I'm not, he, Reed sells gear, don't get me wrong, but I guess we'll never know. It's an imaginary argument.
6: Dude, don't get me wrong. I, I like Villapoto a lot and I like Whammer a lot. I know. No one's and saying I, you know. I, 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 don't. I think, I, I don't really look at Ryan Villapoto as a, a guy that uh, someone's going to look at and going to go buy gear because he wears it. I I personally I think, don't think that I
4: think Villapoto's got a strong Pacific Northwest following and people would buy gear because of that. Okay. But I, not, not that much. That. I mean not uh, yeah, not that much. Hey, uh let's uh let's take this call and then uh we'll come back to the news. Yep. Uh but Ping also is uh, ready for us to give him a call asking about Catalina, so Hey Popo Mech show, you're on the air, who's this? What's going on guys? It's Moser. Hey Moser, what's up? Hey, that? the funniest guy
6: on Twitter.
3: Uh, I wouldn't say that, Kenny.
6: That's what someone I I read some tweet that someone said you and Dave Castillo. Oh
3: well, and I I think I responded that I'm much more handsome than Dave, and he agreed. Wow, Dave's a male model Uh, practically,
6: dude. Big wave, Dave, dude. That guy, the ladies love Dave Castillo. They must really love private jet and shit. Yep, Uh,
3: I don't have I don't have the jet, but did I remember I used to fly when
6: I worked for Dave for what like four races. We used to fly, like, when we had to fly back east on this personal jet, and we would land in, like, middle of Kansas to refill this thing, and, like, we would get off to go get the hot cookies inside the airport. Yeah. And, like, there would be, like, these little girls, and they're all, who's on the plane? I'm all the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Uh,
4: The only time I ever flew on a private jet, Kenny, you were in there. We flew back from Indianapolis, 2002. Yep. Anyways. uh, Yep, that's me. I felt really cool. We played poker. I lost a lot of money. I lost, well, for me, a couple hundred dollars,
3: which was a lot of money. (laughs) What's up, Moser? Uh, I was calling to make sure Tits got uh, had some Andrew Short news in there. Tits? Uh, you better believe it. All right. Well, I was just gonna say today he had uh, it's a KTM photo shoot. It didn't get rained out. I wanted to make sure you got that.
4: Fantastic. Thank you for that for that breaking Andrew Short news. I'll make sure he gets All some right. love.
3: Perfect. Well, I just want to make sure Tits is on his game. I think Tits is on his and game. Th- Did you listen to the I news? Think he's doing- yeah, yeah, I loved it. I what it was did you good. Think? I liked, you it. liked it. Yeah, I, the, Yeah. he's the voice of the fans. We're represented by tits. I can't think of a better slogan. I can't either.
6: <laughs> hey, Mosher, you coming? You coming to, to Anacrime?
3: Me? No. Yeah.
6: Well, that sucks.
3: Um, so Matthews is trying to make it out like me and Kenny have some beef. You you don't mind me, do you, Kenny? Not at all. all right. I've well, never seen Mathis, a guy wear
6: Daisy Dukes and look so good in my life.
3: I appreciate that. No. I do have a question for you, Kenny. Let's hear it. Um, so what's Dr. G's deal? I mean, you see, like, a lot of riders use them. Did you have, like, really magic fingers? You yeah. Just, like, chiropractor? What? a What is he? He's a sports, I mean, medi- uh, sports
6: medicine doctor. You know what? I'll, okay. I'm going to give you the perfect scenario for Dr. G. Yeah. Carrie's, Carrie's wife, Alicia, got hurt when she was in Seattle, matter of fact. She hurt her shoulder really bad, and... I hooked her up with Doctor G. He went up there, and she gave him the best nickname ever: Doctor Feels Good. His hands are yeah. Doctor Doctor Feels Good. So, oh, what wow. his what his deal is is he, he works he has an office in Orange County, and like he works for B. J. Penn too. Like he works for um, what's that other guy, uh, the UFC fighter, the guy that was married to Jenna Jameson.
4: Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz yeah. works for Tito. Yeah,
6: works in a lot of matter of fact, a lot of people don't know this, but Doctor G's son has a full ride scholarship to BYU, and he's doing his deal where he goes out and knocks on doors and with a bicycle helmet on. What do yeah, they call that? Missionary? The missionary. Yeah.
4: Bicycle he's, helmet on.
6: Yeah, you know how the, yeah, they ride
5: bikes around. The Mormons. The they white ride b- shirts and ties. The whole yeah. deal. So he's doing that for a year. The next they have bicycle year, bicycle helmet on. Oh yeah. When they're riding their bikes. Yeah. So next in year, a full suit, in a full suit and tie.
6: Yeah, full, but next year, Dr. G's son is going to be the, either the backup quarterback or the starting quarterback at BYU, Gubernak, Right on. So he's, he's well-rounded in every sport. Ivan, he's Ivan's personal guy that Ivan brings to the race um, to, to work on Ivan. He works on – and Ivan's cool about it. Like, a lot of people know that he's there. I mean, you walk into Dr. G's office on any given day, you're going to see Weimer, Hill, Tedesco, Hanson. You know, you know, mass people go to him. So it's not like he's, like, one guy's doctor. At the races, Ivan pays him to go, but during the week, anybody can go to him.
3: Yeah, he just seems like a busy guy. Like, you hear his names thrown <laughs> around a lot. So, yeah, well, so don't, I was don't wondering don't, what his deal was. Don't, I, I don't, bet you you'd like to have his
4: magic fingers on you, Moser. <laughs> I wish I did.
3: <laughs> I, dude, I love, uh, I love the chiropractor. I remember uh, Adam Cicerello. At, I, I don't follow him on Twitter anymore, but I did for a short while there. Thank you. Anyway, he was like you. I just went to the chiropractor. Chiropractor for the first time, and I, <laughs> I, told him it was better than sex, but he shouldn't know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> no, he
4: probably shouldn't. It's funny how everybody just talks to AC ninety two like he's a grown adult on Twitter. Right, it's just funny. Uh, uh, we all forget yeah. about how old he is.
6: Yeah, I never even followed yeah. the kid on Twitter.
4: We're gonna have to rename our show. No, and we're not. We have to. It's looking I lost like a bet. it. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. bet. It's not over yet. No, it's not. Thank you. you. Still got time. Thank you. So people are emailed me some some ideas to get more followers. Yeah, like scams, kind of signing up on sites. I don't want to do that. Follow a whole bunch of people. I want to do it fair and square. I just like to tell Racer X, uh, thanks for fucking me over. (laughs) Definitely thank you, Racer X, for fucking me over. That's all I got to say. That's fair. Uh, uh, They really did. I don't know why. Somehow, because people were unfollowing him, they got mad at me. I wasn't telling people to unfollow. Nope.
3: Whoa, whoa, calm calm down. Don't get all pissed off. He's a
4: (laughs) 13-year-old boy. Jesus. I know. You're right. Exactly. I'm getting too worked up. Hey, Moser, we got to call Ping, so you can either stay on the line. Yeah. Hey Mosher, he you know
6: anybody that has a personal jet? I need to fly it to uh, up to a service and do some work this week. You know anybody like trying to find a flight, but I can't find one.
4: Call Dave. Call Dave. Yeah, <laughs> call Osterman. That's all we know. Hey Mosher, so thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. Later, handsome. Bye. Bye. All right, let's uh, let's get. Uh, Dude, Mosher, I'm not
6: I'm not gay by any means, but Mosier Mosher is a good looking kid, man. Good-looking kid. He's from who, the Northwest,
4: so he breathes
5: that, you know, like.
4: Who's like, freaked out right now?
5: He grows a sweet mustache, too.
4: Who, who's freaked out right now? Like Kenny. Kenny's coming on to Moser.
5: Moser? I'm <laughs> coming <laughs> on to Moser.
4: David Pingree is going to come on the show. Let's ask about Catalina and Twitter. An Hello. A, David Pingree. Steve. You are live on the air. Paul show with uh, Kenny Watson and uh, Tits Legendary. Tits Legendary? Yeah. I don't know who that is.
6: Yeah. Dude, you should see this guy. Dude, his tits are bigger than Mathis's <laughs> wife.
4: Wow! He's uh, he's, hello. He's uh, he's on the show to read us the motocross news, and one of the news items he read us was about the Catalina race, which we now know you got second. Yes, I did. How was that
1: race? Hey, did
6: you almost hit? Did you almost hit a buffalo?
1: No. Everybody kept saying that. Watch out for buffalo. I. <laughs> I never saw a buffalo. I mean, I don't know where they're at out there. but
6: How'd they say that, Ping? You know where they're at, Ping? They're on the backside of that island. I remember I almost uh, hit one in a golf cart because I was chasing it. They didn't run out in front of me. I had to, like, literally drive off-road in a golf cart. And then I was chasing them so long the golf cart ran out of juice, and I had to walk back to Avalon.
1: Bummer. Uh, that's, up. that's a, that's a round of golf right
4: there. Hey, uh, how was the race? Talk about it a little bit. What was it like?
1: <clears throat> How'd
4: your bike awful.
6: get there? How'd your bike get there?
1: We'll get to that. I'll oh, well, we'll tell think. you what happened here. They they sent over a bunch of like sea train containers, so everybody had to go drop their bike off at Long Beach. But it was, it was kind of-, of a pain. Like the people that did it, you definitely wanted to go because yeah. it wasn't easy.
6: It's kind of like when you go to Hawaii and you got to drop your bike off and get it get, get it back. Were all you in around.
4: on
9: that?
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, I was. Yeah, Pingry <laughs> re- knows I was yeah, in yeah, on that. Yeah,
4: yeah, no, I, there was, um, Ping almost got uh, raped, ass raped by
1: everybody.
6: Dude, yeah, I had to save Ping's life.
1: <laughs> well, it was just Kyle <laughs> Lewis. And, and if, if Kyle wasn't there, everyone would have been fine. They got a free trip to Hawaii, 300 bucks, and got to destroy Honolulu on a scooter.
4: Kyle and his frosted tips were coming. He was tipped they were out. Coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, talk about the race.
1: So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, it was cool. They, Red Bull did an awesome job of, like, you know, they had a, a party each night. And, uh, you know, Red Bull always does it up good. I thought it was fun. And um, it was kind of like a. The vibe was kind of like mammoth, ish. Wow. Slash like um, like an uh, the off road like a works event, you know, like the whole town because the whole basically the whole entire town of Avalon was motorcycle people, you know, and it wasn't just like motocross people, but mm-hmm. they were desert people, or there was like a huge group of people from town. They had like the dirt dirt digger's striped shirt on, you know. Oh, no, no, oh, no. That
6: that just ruined it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well I'm just saying there it was it was kind of a mix of everybody, but it was all you do every ninety percent of the people in that whole place were, you know, there for the race. So right. I don't know, it was kind of cool that way and, and they uh they did a good job of, of organizing it. Um the only thing that was a little weird is when you go there to find your bike, well first of all you it's like that town, you know how it is, it's just big enough that you kind of need a golf cart or something to get around, but yeah. they charge you like $1,000 for a golf cart or something. If it's a lot list. of people so don't you know,
6: Ping, you should explain to them, there's no gas-powered cars on this island, correct? Well, there
1: are. There are some, but they're tiny. It'd be like...
4: <laughs> Kenny's okay, fat-checking. Once again, Like fails.
1: A, like, like a smart car would be massive, right, you know? Right, right. It's like these tiny little cars. I remember those cars. And a lot of them drive golf carts, but they're, some of them are gas-powered. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unless you're willing to throw down the big bucks, you just walk. So it was like six blocks to where your bikes are from, like, where the hotels were. So you're walking up this hill with your gear bag and stuff, and, and you get up there, and it was just a big grass field where they had all these containers laid out and bikes just lined up. <laughs> you got to get there and find your bike, you know? Yeah. And you don't you know i I pitted with the Red Bull guys, which was cool because there was at least benches and I had some shade, but if you were just regular Joe Julio who went over for the race, you're just in a field <laughs> changed into your gear in the dirt, you right. know like and there's your bike,
4: yeah
1: <clears throat> so that was i don't know I don't know how you make that better, but it right. was a little weird And then the course was sweet man it was like an eight mile loop, it took you about ten minutes, nine to ten minutes, you know ish to get around it. Um, but it was like, it started off with kind of <clears throat> just some wide trails and then went into a motocross section that was pretty basic, you know, kind of tight. And then it went into like a single track section, which was fun. And a little, like a little bit of asphalt, just like a quarter mile of asphalt. And then a long old stretch of dirt road, windy dirt road that took you back, you know, over the other side where you get back onto the, you know, the trail, on the motocross side. So kind of had a little bit of everything. It was pretty sweet. Sounds fun. Yeah, uh, it was cool. And you got
4: second. Dudak beat you.
1: Yeah, Dudak went over early. I didn't go until Saturday night because I had some stuff going on. And um, like He went over Friday, and he did, he did like a class. He did it right. You know, he did a class on Saturday, so he knew the course. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was flying. You know, he won Saturday, too, whatever class. He did like a 30-expert class Saturday. And then I made the mistake of going out with, with Tedby at that Red Bull party on Saturday night, and <laughs> we put down a few uh beverages,
9: yeah,
1: Simon Cubby and I are kind of gay we We have this drink that we like called a sunscreen. We've made it up and it's uh. Pepsi and Malibu rum, okay <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> It's kind of fruity, but it's so, so good. You like, too had some sunscreens
4: know. while looking at the sunset.
1: Well, no, we call it a sunscreen because it smells like Hawaiian Tropic Suntan Lotion. Oh, okay. That's all coconutty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, we, we joke and say it's the drink of choice for gay pirates everywhere. Uh, <laughs> we, had, we had like three of them. Yeah. Four of them. Which
4: hurt your, hurt your performance on Sunday, you feel?
1: Well, see, Sunday morning there was another class I could have gotten up and done. Um, but it was at like eight. Yeah. And I had to get up at six or something, and that just wasn't happening.
9: Right.
1: So I literally went to the line. I had not seen any of the track, just the start line. That's all I looked I, That was it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, there's a big mud hole, go to the right there, and uh, oh, the triple, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, great.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I started doing that cold shot, and I was behind him. And then... We got to the first set of jumps, and I, d- I rolled them, because I don't know what's on the backside of any of these things. Yeah. And K- Johnny Campbell and Rand are both passed me. So then I just sat behind those two and kind of followed them off the jumps and followed them for, like, two laps until I got things figured out, you know, and then passed them and started going after Dudek, but he was flying. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: So. Oh, okay. Really, so it was fun. I'm yeah. so sore, man. I-, I haven't ridden for two hours like that.
4: Right. And you wrote In like K- five you, or six years. You rode a KTM? Yeah. With a
1: headlight, bro. <laughs> nice. And a kickstand.
4: Nice. Nice. Yeah, Mo- kick I talked to Tom team. Moen today. He told me he borrowed your bike. Yeah. I was pretty surprised because I think at one point he was pretty pissed at you for some shootout results. Maybe a few years back. <sighs> no. Well. Who knows?
9: I mean, I don't
4: know what to tell him. You know how people are. Dude, if yeah. anyone's
6: gonna be pissed at KTM Pink should be, they almost cost him his life and his front end broke off his bike. Yeah. For heaven's sake. Thank you very much. But then
1: he no but problem. then he got
4: back with them with a scathing column. Well, yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a call. I don't know if it's for you or not. Well, that,
1: that was that was the race team that failed me, not the bike no, actually. Yeah, so not Mom. I, I know you
4: I shouldn't not have ran those mag clamps another year. That's one of the reasons No,
1: that. it was the piston. They they stuck uh, white yeah, pistons in
4: the that's bike. That's
7: right. I, f- I forgot.
4: Hey, Popo Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
7: This is Andrew again.
4: Hey, Andrew, you're on with David Pingree. Uh, you got a question?
7: Yeah, I got a question for Ping. Sorry, I was pulling a has-been and calling twice.
4: Yeah, Kenny's already ste- <laughs> stewing that. <loud. laughs>
7: Ping, uh, I wanted to know uh, what made you leave such a cool job at Troy Lee. And uh, I mean, I understand I'm a firefighter, but I want to know uh, what made you decide you want to become a firefighter. Was it your father-in-law or just something else?
1: Um. Well, some of it I don't have to explain to you. If, if you work in the service, I mean, that that job is just awesome.
7: Yeah.
1: Um, it's it, it's uh, challenging. It's different every day. You're not stuck in a cubicle. It's good schedule, good money, good benefits. It's, and it's all kinds of awesome yeah. things. But what you might not know is being a team manager is not totally awesome all the time. Kenny? And Kato can back me up here on this. Like, if you're a single guy oh, totally awesome. maybe it's not that bad. But when you've got a wife and kids and you like them and you'd like them to not take half your stuff and go bye bye <laughs> going to the races every single weekend is not not all all that. And the pay is not that good.
7: Yeah I totally on who you work plan. for. I, I, I used to work in the industry. I had to get out for the same reason because wife and kids, it kinda of sucked traveling all the time. But
4: You mean pro circuit didn't pay?
7: <laughs> really?
4: do
1: <laughs> you mean Troy Lee didn't pay? Really? <laughs> I would think. So. I'm not making any comments. <laughs> anyway. uh, I just, you know, for me, I, I wanted, I wanted to have a job that I loved, but that was also um, had some equity in it. You know. And yeah, for sure. There you aren't a lot, lot a lot of jobs in of the motocross world so. like that.
4: How much so. did, how much yeah. did rescuing kittens from trees come into it? Like, was that a big part of what you were hoping? I would
1: say 75 to 80 percent of my decision. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Okay.
7: out of trees.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Andrew, about, is, what is about it Andrew? T- Andrew? Is that? Yep. Yeah, Andrew. How many cats have you rescued out of trees? And how does uh, it feel? A
7: few. I mean, that's, that's not really something we honestly do. But if someone really calls us out, we'll help them out. You know?
6: What
4: about cats? Cats in hotel rooms? <laughs> well, <laughs> ping. Man. It sounds like if, if cats out of trees were seventy-five percent of your reasoning, you might want to rethink it. How deep Maybe. are you into this? Cause,
7: did oh, you man. do it for the pussy or did you do it for the for the fire service? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Andrew. Thanks uh, for calling, man. All right, thanks. Sorry for calling twice, Kenny.
6: That's all I did. Poof right, is, is safe.
7: Yeah, Andrew. yeah. Uh,
4: uh, and hey, hang. Um, also, uh, something I want to talk about was uh, Twitter. Are you gonna come on Twitter? There's a there's now a fake Pingree.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I, uh, hey, let me ask you this. I, my phone won't do it. My phone is. I got a new one since the last time you see me, but it still sucks.
4: Yeah, dude,
1: you... <laughs> he still runs the still flip, it. right? Yeah, or the big yeah, Nokia? Yeah,
4: yeah, he's.
1: Like my phone doesn't you can't download apps. You have so you to do that.
4: you have to almost have it on your phone. Would you not agree, Tits?
5: Uh, you can do it on the web, but you're not going to be nearly as strong of a presence. Okay. Yeah. What about on an iPad?
1: Yeah, you yep. can do it. There's tons of
9: yeah.
5: apps for the iPad.
1: Okay. Then that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to start it out.
4: And what's what's the name going to be? Are you going to try to get Ping? Pingry? It might be taken.
1: Um I'm a, I'm gonna shoot for Pingaling one oh one. That's probably free. Yeah. Um, that's my guess. Alright, well free? yeah,
4: because the fake the fake Pingree already tweeted that he's gonna be on the Pulpamex show and following my appearance I will own it. So um this guy <laughs> is, <laughs> he's already uh you know, claiming you. So um
1: Oh man. I, I I'm finally relenting to the pressure of Dave Castillo who absolutely refuses to take no for an answer.
4: No, and, and, and another thing, too, is this pressure to be funny for you, too. People are going to be like, what the F, Ping? You know, nobody a, cares if you went to Subway. Be high fo- bar. Yeah, yeah. Who's your well, favorite Twitterer, Tits? Who, who's your favorite tweeter, Tits? Uh, you have – the. who's the best one for
5: – Like, just in general?
4: Yeah, who's the funniest? Who's the one that Ping has to look up to and shoot for?
5: Um, I laugh the most probably at Mosier. Moser. Believe it okay. or not, yeah, yeah. See, Mike Mason's my favorite. Mike Mason is. Yeah. Do you follow Mike Mason? I, I don't.
6: He's great. <laughs> he he goes. I'm taking a poop, and my dingling's hitting the water.
4: <laughs> what? that's the kind of stuff you got to shoot for, Ping. Classy. <laughs> uh, ah, uh, we're not talking. All right, all right, bud. Kenny Kenny Spells does D O E S D O E S D O S E D O S E Dose D O E S E D O S E That's okay. Hey,
6: follow Hart too. Hart Hart has some good ones once in a while. Uh. Did you see Hart's picture on Twitter? He he's Hart's With doing this sunburn? new show, Ping, yeah. <laughs> he's doing this new show called Burnout. It's like the the, the show Pinks, but it's on M T V and it's called Burnout. And he went to Phoenix uh on Friday, um, before Heath Pinner's wedding. Heath Pinner got married this weekend. And he went, and they put all this like makeup, this stuff on his face, and they had those reflecting things for the sun, and it totally sunburned his face.
4: Oh, just like what you <laughs> see in the movies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he
6: looked like that chick from uh, what was that? What was is that? Uh, movie with the chick with her hair all up. Uh, I don't know. Jersey Mary. Oh, like yeah,
1: Magda. Something,
6: yeah, something about Mary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that tan that, lady. Yeah,
1: yeah.
6: <laughs> That's uh, Magda. Magda.
4: Ping, uh, I, don't, I wish you didn't know
1: that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I ping, ping knows. Uh, hey, ping. I, can, I can absolutely guarantee you what you won't hear me Twitter. Okay. Is that I was sitting on the toilet taking a dump, and my pecker was sitting in the water. <laughs> so you won't get that from right, me. That's right.
6: awesome. But uh, but I guarantee you we will get sitting at home eating some Dryer's ice cream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we kind of had it going today. We did live IV sticks at school. I got all sweaty had blood running my arms.
4: Oh wow! Hey, what? Did, when are you gonna take the, the the thing that they do in movies, where you uh you gotta put a <coughs> tra you gotta put a Kenny. Sorry, dude, I got age. eesh. Uh, where you t- put the trach right in someone's throat? Like I saw that in the movie Anaconda. Yeah. You put a straw um, in your throat. You cut open with a razor blade. and like
1: it's Yeah, hard. well, that's a little bit of Hollywood. You you can um do that, but it's usually at that point, it the outcome's not good. Oh, okay. If their so jacked up, you got to go in that way, it's it's a pretty rough outcome.
4: Right, right. Okay, hey, we got a call. I think it may be for you. Paul show, you're on the air with David Pingree. Who's this? Nope, wasn't for you. Big some, fans. Someone couldn't wait that Thanks long. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Jerk. Hey, uh, uh, we're going to let you go, bud. I just wanted to, didn't want to take up too much of your time. I wanted to well, find out what?
1: Hey, what, what's the deal with Kenny Eaton on the show? I saw some little thing about him. We got a problem with Kenny Eaton or what?
4: Yeah, I, he, he uh, a few times he'll bring um, his dip, drinks, food onto the show, and you'll hear him munching through the headphones. And so I bought this $175 gate expander thing to try to block off the low frequencies so that you couldn't hear him chewing uh, or dipping or doing whatever, but it doesn't seem to work. This week, though, he just brought Subway, so uh, Subway drink only. So he didn't, he's not eating this week on the show.
1: What about, what about soft foods, Kenny? Marshmallows? You know, your avocado, maybe.
6: Now you're thinking, Something dude. Now you're thinking. Right? Anything. Yeah, you're good. You're good.
1: All right. Just trying to help you out. I don't want you to be hungry, but I don't want to hear you eat, like, tacos or potato chips either.
6: Yes. I- it doesn't matter. I, 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 I'm like a, a freaking monkey. I have a claw.
4: What? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just don't don't know. talking
6: shit. Hey, Ping. I I totally lost me. Yeah,
4: he's got a (laughs) claw. He's a monkey. He's got a claw. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Thanks, Ping. No
1: worries, guys. Anytime.
4: Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Hey, remember Pearl Harbor, bro.
1: I will. Hiroshima. Uh,
4: Nagasaki. uh, See you later. Bye. Later. What does that mean? Is it an inside joke or something? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that was David Pingree on the show. Troy Lee Designs uh, team manager, sort of not anymore, but David Pingree's on, been on the show. Uh, next up, we're going to get Rich Taylor on. Rich Taylor wants to come on and talk about X brand Goggles. Kenny?
6: Sweet. Let's talk I, about I it. Didn't,
4: uh, I didn't clear it with you, so I hope that's okay. That's all right. All right. Let's get, uh, let's get Taylor on the show here. And he can talk about uh, maybe, Kenny, you got some stories? Uh-uh.
6: None that I can tell.
4: None that you can tell.
6: Ask Rich. So, hey, can you he tell some stories about you, about Florida? All
4: back right. in the Florida days? We, we, we can do that. <phone rings> All right, X Brand Goggles, Rich Taylor, coming on. Former top privateer.
3: Hello. Rich Taylor. I'm here.
4: Uh, hey, you're live on the air on the Pulp Mx show with uh, Steve Mathis, who you may know. Uh, Kenny Watson, who you may know. Kenny, who? Yeah, exactly. Who's that? Exactly. Lanceu. <laughs> Lam- Lam- <laughs> And,
6: uh... What's up, K-Dub? Uh, you know, just looking at Mathis. Looks like he had too many bear claws in France. Oh, that's good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, RT, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. You know, X-Man Goggles is our sponsor. Hey, what show. about Tits? I mean, we got Tits Legendary in the studio. Uh, tits is a local Las Vegas guy who's a fan, and he's reading us the M- the motocross news tonight.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. And nice uh, to meet
4: you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um... What's going on, R.T.? What's happening?
2: I'm uh, I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of a high school while my kids having basketball practice right now. Oh, so you—that's that, uh, so my life right now. Well, at least
6: <laughs> at least you're just not sitting there looking for little kids to walk by. At least you're there for a reason.
3: <laughs> I am here for a reason. That's more than I, I can am say. I'm here for a reason. Yeah,
6: that's and
4: good. what what are you going to miss? Your kid like block someone out, grab a rebound? Or are you going to miss a triple double or anything like that? Like, uh, what if you miss? Nah, practice? you know Steve. what?
2: This is this is the first practice of the season, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm not missing too much right now. It's all good. Right it's all right. good. Well, hey, we want to
4: we want to thank wanna you air for with you guys. I, I know, I know, and uh, I know I know we can't keep you too long away from that, but we want to thank you for being a – Kenny. Did you know Rich Exbrandog is a sponsor of the show? Boy, did I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we want to thank you, Rich, for for coming on the show. And uh, have people been using the discount code? Have people been buying goggles from you? Is it working?
2: Absolutely. Good. You now we're signed up, uh, as you well know, Steve. We are signed up to do uh, next year's show and yeah. sponsor it. Yeah. This is a you know it's a great deal. You uh, you bring up a lot of controversy and and you get the you get the motocross people, the motocross world talking. Which
3: uh,
6: you know it's you know, really bullshit in my lo- eyes, Rich. That I had another goggle company that wanted to come aboard, and he didn't even let me have the chance so we could, uh, you know, have a first ride of refusal in this. And Mathis, I get a bidding war going? Yeah, Mathis said, nope, no other goggle companies. It's X brands <laughs> If you don't like it, suck it. Uh, Kick rocks. Wow. I had Smith in. They were in. Mark Ferris was in.
2: Uh Ow. Yeah, the only reason Ferris would have been in is just to try to jack with me. Come on. Come on.
4: <laughs> Rich, uh uh geez. How long were you at Smith for as a developer? your dad was president and you I don't know if you did you work for them officially?
2: Or were you just I I I I had a pretty sweet deal for a lot of years yeah. while I was racing. Right. They uh you know, my dad took care of me and I helped develop stuff and, and then I was kind of the rider service guy. I would show up at the race with a gigantic gear bag full of goggles, just stuffed, and I'd just give them away at every race. And then I'd call my dad on Monday and go, "Hey, man, you got to FedEx me like 50 more pairs." <laughs> and then I'd give them away the next weekend. It was it was sweet. Um, and then when I quit racing, the, the year I quit racing, I actually did work for him for uh, two years. Is like the kind of a. Uh, the sales manager was my title, but right. uh, you know I don't, I don't necessarily. I'm not going to claim that I was actually the sales manager, but you know I flew around the country and, and hung out with reps, parts unlimited reps and stuff. It was fun, good times.
4: Yeah, you. Uh, in short, you know goggles, and um, and as people know on this show, I'm the X brand goggles service rep at the races um, for you, Michael Essie. Josh Straight, like yeah. Photo Concepts Yamaha. You
6: always forget my be- my favorite X band. Timmy Wagant. Yes. Timmy
4: Wagant Kenny's favorite X
2: band rider. Sorry. That's right. Hey dude, how many guys can have open heart surgery and still come out and kick butt? That guy's exactly.
6: Marley. Exactly.
2: Yeah, we had him on the show maybe a month ago,
4: two yep, months ago right to he, yeah.
6: Right before he went to the uh Uh huh. ISD, ISD, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, but yeah, thanks for, for coming on. And hey, when you were a Smith guy and you were delivering the goggles, did you ever have to deliver to a guy that you took out the week before?
2: Um, you know what I mean? You was know, ever so kind of r- funny. You know, definitely a lot of those guys, uh, yeah, I was racing against them right, at right. the time for yeah. sure. You know, there were several of them, several of them. <laughs> it was different back then, man. We were... It, you know, we all traveled in box vans and vans, and traveled around. And you know, Watson yeah. can attest to all this. We just had a lot of fun. Even the racers, for the most part, we were all kind of buddies during the week. So yeah, until, until it was all good
4: until Ricky kind of ruined it for guys. Uh, yeah, there was appropriate amount of hanging out and partying and riding. Dude, Minnesota.
6: matter of fact, him and my boss, might the owner of our team, they used to travel together. They used to share a lot of things together on the road. <laughs>
2: Really? You don't uh, say, Kenny. Dude, uh, how did you even remember that? Uh, you'd, be surprised. Oh, you'd be surprised
4: at Kenny's memory. Sometimes, <laughs> oh. you know, just uh, just earlier he couldn't remember who uh, who Ivan Tedesco was, but he's got memories of 1995. Dude, dude, I
6: remember, I remember <laughs> Billy Schlag pretty well.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it's one All big, right. one great big inside what joke up? on the inside show. Inside jokes hey, are hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, they're people. killing me. They're really yeah, funny.
4: other people <laughs> find inside jokes so oh, funny. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, for uh, uh, for people who don't know, Rich raced as a pro for God, I don't know, fifteen years. 20 Dude, he was
6: the star of the movie Supercross.
4: Yeah, a lot That's of stunt right. riding. A lot of stunt riding in there, and you've done a lot of stunts uh, for for some of the movies. And uh, top ten rider in the nationals, uh, famous in Supercross for his awesome crash wearing the helmet cam.
6: Five hundred nationals, bro. Five
4: hundred nationals, RT. You did rule those.
2: <laughs> that was good times. I wish they never would have gotten rid of it, man. Yeah.
3: Dude, was... I had the, uh,
2: I'd i run the stock silencer on a CR500, nice and mellow. Everybody would have these pro-circuit pipes and these little short pro-circuit silencers that were gnarly. Yeah. The bike would just rip their arms right off their bodies, and mine was just all quiet and mellow, and I could ride the whole 30 minutes. It was great. <laughs> you, it was were, great. you were ahead of your time
4: with mellowing of the bikes, because that's what all the, everybody <laughs> does now. Um, and then, yeah, also R&D for Honda, a uh, big, big part of developing the production Hondas for many years, um, which we did a podcast, and, and it's one of the more popular ones we do. For some reason, you still don't want to do another one, but whatever.
2: I, I absolutely will. And, you know, it's crazy, Matt. This, I, two days ago, this is no baloney, man. I got another guy called me on the phone asking about goggles. He's like, hey, is this Rich Taylor? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody actually knows my name. And he's like, oh, I listened to the podcast. It was awesome. This was this was two days ago, and that we did that podcast, all, you know, almost well, a year ago. Almost a year ago, cool.
4: yeah, almost a year ago. Yeah, well, see, yep. maybe you should do another one,
2: jerk. We will absolutely do another one. I apologize. Uh,
3: I apologize.
4: Hey, and for people who don't really know either, like uh, let's let's not forget we're we're trying to sell some goggles for you, and it's it's a quality goggle. People may not have heard of it, but I mean, it's got four layer foam. It's got you know um, the best straps in the business and everything, and and all the lenses that uh, are competitive with everybody else. And I mean honestly, Kenny, no shit Kenny. I don't think we had one goggle problem all year. Guys loved it, the whole team. It's a quality product.
2: You know, we we you know, I did race a lot of years and mm-hmm. and I really I and I used a lot of my buddies who are actually top racers right now to help come up with the combination that we did, you know, the four-layer face foam and and the way the the polyurethane we used is like a real flexible kind of soft urethane. It's it's pretty cool, man. Our goggle if you look at our goggle, it doesn't look like there's a lot of bells and whistles. We don't have all the vents and the, and the outriggers and all this crazy plastic stuff, but our goggle works, and it, and it works pretty damn good. And if you look at the price, it just it can't be beat, really. You know, I mean, everybody's face is different, but if it fits your face, we'll love the goggle.
6: Hey, are you going to the TRE parking lot sale this weekend?
2: Uh, it's funny you said that. I was gonna mention that right when w- when I got on the <laughs> phone with you guys and you started talking wow, about Terry awesome. Hart and and old times. But uh, yeah, thanks. everybody is in Southern California. Better be at TRE this Saturday. I think we're gonna Hart, have all kinds of fun stuff.
6: I think Hart and Tedesco might show up there. Hart and Huntington's <laughs> gonna send. I, I'm serious. Oh yeah. Uh, he'll let me know tomorrow, about but all. he's planning on going, wants to help out Sweet. Jason TRE. Hey, so what's the deal Sweet. when you? I noticed before, like uh, when you were showing me your goggles. When you buy your goggles out of the packaging, what what comes in? You get a lens and a bag of tear offs. Of that, all uh, included. We, we
2: we we used to have a combination like that where we gave a couple extra lenses and a pack of tear offs. Uh, we're not doing that so much anymore. But you know, our high end goggle starts at twenty nine ninety nine, and it's badass. Oh, it's oh. what the Moto Concept guys use all last year in Supercross and. And on the nationals and stuff, it's you know it's a really good goggle for for a price that just can't be beat. So it's yeah. uh, it's good. It's I would say uh,
6: at Glamis, uh, I didn't go this season, but last season. I think the goggle of choice was the beer goggle at Glamis.
2: <laughs> I am not shooting
6: you, dude. I, I like when I went to the hill yeah. and like there was this like little gap jump that everyone was jumping, and like it just seemed like it was like the motorcycle magnet. Everyone that was on bikes was at this one area, everyone in buggies and sand rails were on another. But I would say 75% of the people that were there were wearing the x Brown beer goggle.
4: Yeah, let's not forget <laughs> you can go to uh, is it com? The beer goggle? Yeah beeroptics.com yeah, beer. yeah. and uh, and and you uh, got to
2: and you know again I'm not I'm not going to be a salesman on here cuz I just like talking moto with you guys but yeah. check it if you have a chance and you're bored go to beeroptics.com we have some pretty cool stuff we got one that looks like a Heineken they all come in, in something that looks like a beer can I mean it's just real fun stuff for you know Christmas presents and stuff it's it's pretty cool there you,
11: go. Cool. It's, there you yeah. go It's
4: christmas present hey yeah. we got some calls let's uh let's see who's on the line here uh, Pop mex Show, you're on the air with Rich Taylor. Who's this?
11: Boys, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Nash? Hey, man, uh, Mathis. So I got a Canadian question for you. Yeah. What's your best story on uh, John Sebastian Roy?
4: My best story on Wah—that uh, he hangs yeah. out naked in
6: the pool with his family.
2: No. Hey, I got a good one. Okay. I got a good one. Yeah, uh,
6: there you go. RT has one.
2: All right. So so I was racing a race called Riviere de Loue, and uh, it's up way up in Quebec, and it's in a hockey rink. Tiny. I was racing for the Team Suzuki, Canadian Team Suzuki, Morgan Racing. And uh, yeah. I had been winning a bunch of the arena crosses up there and stuff. And, and Wah just he was just like a first-year pro. And in the heat race, he cleaned me out. I was in the lead, and he just cleaned me. And he, I didn't know he spoke any English. And he's walking through the pits, and I yelled across um, to actually, I think, rollerball was sitting across the pits. I'm like, hey, how do you say cocksucker in French as loud as I could so he could hear it? And he's all. He looks at me, and he's all cocksucker, like right to my face. And then he, you know, <laughs> then we started laughing. But that that was a pretty good uh,
11: was story. <laughs> uh, I uh, I tried. I heard. I heard he was like the king of his town, and that he could ride all around that town doing wheelies <laughs> and the police and everything. They wouldn't even touch him because he was the king of small town Quebec
4: I actually stayed there with him. Me and a guy named Jason Fernet who I'm trying to get Ooh. on this show. Jason Farnett. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to get Farnett to come on the show. Uh, to tell us some stories, but I was Frenette's mechanic for two weeks, and we stayed at JSR's place, and besides his mom suntanning without a top on, top on um, we went to a local race in Quebec, <laughs> and uh, and Frenette managed to beat Wah in one moto out of the four, uh, straight up beat him, and uh, the silence and the, the tension was high in the pits. Uh, the fans were not happy, you know, they all crowded around JSR, and Fernette beat him straight up. I don't know. Maybe J. S. R. got a start. I don't know. But, anyways, and then we went that later that night. We went to the the Brazier Bar in Actonvale, Quebec, where he's from. It's called the Brazier Bar, and uh, they announced his arrival when he walked in. They announced that John Sebastian Wall was it was at the bar.
6: Hey, that's what happens when so, I go to
4: rehab, dude. The DJ. Doom 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 doom. <laughs> Commander forty three. Here he comes.
6: <laughs> uh, so I know what feel
11: like. Hey, I got a question for Kenny.
4: Kenny, maybe you can make a bit more noise with your headphones. What do you think? Why don't you suck at man?
11: this? Okay. What's the question for Kenny? So, have his headphones? So, on. Kenny, do you feel that there's a clear no, strategic <laughs> similarity between the attacks at Pearl Harbor and what happened in 9-11? And if yes, in what way?
6: Okay. Do you know what the date is?
11: Today? Yeah. Yeah, sure.
6: What happened?
11: Huh? What happened? No, I'm asking you seriously about, do you, do you feel that there is a similarity between 9-11 and Pearl Harbor? Of course, Harvard?
6: of course. Oh, here we yeah. go.
11: Of course I do. Well, I, I agree it. with you. Like, but if before, you think about it from an 9/11... intelligence standpoint, what okay. you had is okay, you've got we have a, problem. a clear intelligence failure, right?
6: Okay, that's where we have a problem, intelligence, when you're talking to me.
11: I'm not claiming i mean, i No, 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 I mean, I'm I'm not mean national claiming I'm security most... intelligence. Uh, okay. Like, okay. you've got a clear national security intelligence problem, because... You had, like, the failure of us in 9-11 to see that um, these terrorists could turn, you know, planes into guided missiles. And we had a clear failure during Pearl Harbor to understand that the Japanese were willing to roll the dice that hard to try and make their fait accompli to take out the fleet. But, wow. you know, but there, are some, there are also some differences, right? Because think about our intelligence agencies. Like, we had a fully mature intelligence capability at 9-11. Yeah, you're talking CIA, we. United you're Tate, Canadian, United bro. And the Cold War. And, you're Canadian. Well, we better leave this for another time. Thanks a lot. Um, Canadian, Matt, thank you, dude. Thanks,
4: man. Yeah, thank you. See, Rich, we talk about... <laughs> See, you're Canadian, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I know
6: it happened on December 7th, not the 6th, but I'm just warming up to it. <laughs> All right?
4: I'm warming up hey, to it, people. Hey, on show, you're on the air with Rich Taylor. Who's this?
10: Hi, this is Steve, aka Burnbuster from Michigan Mafia Land. How you guys yeah, Burnbuster. Bur- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way, is he out, right? um, hey, um, hey, I got a question for a suggestion for uh, Mathis, and then a question for uh, Rich Taylor. Okay.
6: Um, hey I got a question for you too. When you're done, this is uh, Kenny Watson.
10: Okay, Kenny. Um, the uh, Nationals coming up this year. Just wondering if you could. Uh, do something as far as where you think privateers are going to be. I sent you an email about, you know, obviously we kind of know where the bigger name riders are at, but just all the riders, who they're sponsored by and stuff, it's like even Regal last year, it's kind of like who is helping him out and what happened with him this year, where where is he at, you know, all the, the privateers, because you find out about all the big names and where they're at. Okay, is that for me? Yeah, oh. you know, do you know anything about Regal last year and what's going on with him this year? I kind of thought, Regal's I know the economy's bad, everyone's no. tightening up their Regal. budgets and belts, that he would have got a okay, killer ride. Yeah,
4: hold on. Regal did get a killer ride. He's riding for L&M next to James Stewart on a factory okay. factory Yamaha. Right. Yeah, he's dialed, dude. Yeah, there you go. Good, good. Oh, so Regal's, for Re- that guy. Regal's dialed in. Matt Bonney, uh, two years ago, top privateer in Supercross, is riding for Ty Lube Kawasaki. And Matt Gerke, cool. Matt Gerke last year, podium guy at Southwick, is also riding for that team there's a couple of privateer yeah, signings yeah
10: yeah maybe Bonnie you can get a section going model. with with a list of the privateer you know everybody if you will but yeah. where are their sponsorships at and what's going on what did Rigo have going on with, uh you know in 2010 With help
4: well he was driving for valley yamaha and there was a little bit of a dispute and they parted ways All Right. and then he took a, a privateer honda and went the to the honda nationals. yeah and uh sponsored by uh, merge racing down in texas and fly racing was a big part of his program, and he took his uh, bike and uh, don't forget Arma
6: Ar-
10: Energy Snacks, Arma Energy
4: Drinks near the end of the year. Yeah, well, no snacks.
10: What, what What did merge? What's merge? I mean, I'm thinking like suspension, engine work, this and that. What kind of work was he getting? What kind of getting the Mitch stuff or what?
4: Exactly, engine and suspension by Merge Racing. Merge
10: Racing
6: is uh, is
4: is uh,
6: Jim run Lewis. by a fellow named Jim Lewis, who is uh, one of the pioneers uh, in the sport. You know, very the, smart man.
10: I. I I haven't followed it really close, but, you know, you're always hearing Mitch, you know, no offense to Mitch and what he's doing, and some of the bigger-name teams, and it's like, you know, these guys are support, it'd be nice for them to get a little more notoriety out there of, of what's going on. They always seem to be under the radar a little well, bit. Honestly, Again, maybe Steve, I've been yeah. out of the loop also.
4: Nah, Steve, I think their riding speaks for themselves. When, when Regal was podium and, uh, and running up front, people were talking about him quite a bit, you know, uh, including myself. Um, so it's really up to the riding. Like, the, the, the press is just reporting on the races and who does well, and if a privateer does well on equipment that's not up to standard to the other guys, then, then God damn, he deserves even more exposure, you know? So,
10: all right, thanks, man. Are you saying maybe his, his equipment wasn't up to the standards of other I don't think guys?
4: It, I don't think his equipment was as good as a factory bike, no. No. Well, no, maybe not a
10: factory, but you know stuff you can get from you know yeah. Mitch. You might not be getting his uh, inside stuff if no, you will, yeah, but
4: yeah, I think it's I think it's as good. Uh, you know, a lot of people know what they're doing with engines, and Jim Lewis is one of them. What's your question for uh, for Rich?
10: Well, it's for kind of everybody, and I don't know if Rich. Uh, well, it's uh, two two questions. Uh, the one was uh, about I don't know if he was still testing it, but um, I remember I don't know if you interviewed a Matthews, but you know Reed talking about bringing out his uh yz with the steel frame one time at the track whatever and how he's just loving it in the corners and stuff and it was the question leading to the aluminum frame and they're all aluminum now and is there really that much of an advantage to it with uh you know cornering this and that uh, lacking that. because there's not as much flex in them and i also wanted to ask rich on that if uh if he was involved or what he thought with this RC design that the Hondas went to in 2002 and what they were thinking there.
4: What, what, do, you, what do you think, RT steel frames versus aluminum?
2: You know, that's, that's, uh, that's actually a really good question. And, and I've always been a steel frame guy. Um, I've done massive amounts of testing with aluminum frames and steel frames back to back. And nine times out of ten, the steel frame is better. Your lap times are better, it's easier to ride works better the motors work better just gets the power to the ground um the thing is now with the weight of four strokes everything's bigger now they're getting they're getting aluminum frames so figured out that now it's a big question you know ktm still has steel frames and i personally don't know that they completely have it figured out you know um you get on some of the aluminum bikes now and they're really really good you know when i was at honda I was part of the very first, you know, 90, 97 steel or aluminum frame Hondas. And that year that they brought those out, I was six seconds a lap consistently faster on a 96 bike than I was a 97. But because of that... Yeah, I remember and, the
10: podcast and you were telling the Japanese and testing how it was a piece of crap.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really was. But, but you know, we can even come further than that. And, and when I was at Suzuki and they were bringing out aluminum frames... It just wasn't even a comparison, you know, that we'd ride them back to back to a steel frame and it wasn't even close. But now they've gone with aluminum and they've modified them so much and they've figured out flex points and weld points. I mean, an aluminum frame is unbelievably sensitive. You can drill one little tiny hole in the backbone of an aluminum frame and a good rider will be able to
10: feel it. It'll completely change the handling of the bike. Hey, so, what you think, hey Rich, we're everything. polishing I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We're polishing one. Is that going to hurt it? <laughs> well, Seriously. You, you know, to be honest, it, to be honest, every little
2: thing you do to it will change the way that bike reacts if you're a sensitive rider. Um, you know, I'm ultra-sensitive because that's what I did for my living forever, so uh, I can feel a lot of that stuff. But, you know, every time you do anything, you know, that that's why every bike you get on, if you get on a, a 2010 crf 450 and then you ride your buddies your buddies will probably feel different because not one feels exactly like the other just due to welds and everything else that they do to them
6: you know there's a new rule now in the rule book that you can't polish your frame yeah
10: Is why? There? yeah there's a new rule in the AMO why because there, well, there's well rich uh, didn't kind of answer my question are we doing something to this frame that's going to affect it by polishing it yeah he did he Absolutely. told you
6: that he said yeah
10: yeah, wow. it absolutely will change it. But, you know, I'm not going to tell you it's going to make it better or worse. Yeah,
2: you know, I'm sure knows. they changed that rule because, you know, uh, sort of the Team Honda Suzuki or any of those guys could be, you know, shaving off a, a half a millimeter of the frame and then polishing it, and you'd never know. And that half a millimeter will make that bike,
10: you know, yeah. uh, just a completely a different bike.
2: We not would, even close.
10: We would do... Well, Rich, l- let me ask you this, Rich. In production, where do you feel – They've got their act together on the aluminum frame on production. How far back? We're going in at uh, 2011 here. 2001, the second series frame, pretty good on the Honda. I mean, how far back do you feel the aluminum frame's decent? You know, Honda got it figured
2: out before everybody else, and then they've kind of seemed like they've gone the other direction with geometry and stuff. But, you know, Honda definitely has gotten it figured out before everyone else just because they were the first ones and they've had a lot of time to work on it. Um, you know the Suzuki's up until about 2008, they weren't the greatest things in the world handling-wise, turning and everything else. I mean, everybody says, "Oh, Suzuki's are such great turners, man." Those things, 2007, 2006, those things were a handful to get into a get into a corner. Um, you know, I still don't think they have it completely figured out. I think now it would be the other direction if you had a steel frame. A normal steel frame wouldn't be enough. Now it would be like a noodle. It would, it would have you all over the track, and they'd really have to go the other way to try to stiffen it up and make it work, you know, everywhere else besides the corners.
10: Yeah. So it's really hard to say. you think plan. the 01 was, CR-01 was okay?
2: Second-generation you know, okay. CR frame? Well, they are what they are. You know, it's, it's really hard to say because we never had a chance to compare it against a good steel frame.
10: So it's really, really hard to see. Well, I guess we got to go back to '96 on a CR, I mean it's not probably a fair thing,
4: right? <laughs> all right, hey, thanks, Steve, uh, for calling in, man. Appreciate it. We got some other calls. Yeah,
10: thanks. Th- thanks a lot, guys. Thank Take you. care. Thanks. Hey, uh, Rich,
6: do you, still, do you do any more testing for the, for Suzuki lately, or?
2: Uh, no, actually, uh, last September uh, I was kind of done. I still do a little bit for Dunlop tires, and uh, you know, show a suspension once in a while. But Suzuki pretty much is doing all their stuff in Japan right now. Um, they're talking about bringing some more stuff over this year. So we'll see what happens.
4: That, that, in your opinion though, and I know from dealing with things at Yamaha, the Japanese, when they do that, it's not necessarily a great setup for heavier, faster North American guys. Would you agree with that?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different ball game over there, man. I mean, they've got some riders that haul ass for sure. Right. But, They weigh usually about 130 pounds soaking wet. Um, the tracks are completely different over there. Not even, you know, their roughest track is just a different kind of rough. It's just completely different than anything we have here. And, and, you know, the, you know, their biggest guy over there is, is like maybe an average guy here. Maybe, you know, and how many of those guys actually test for one of the manufacturers? Not. None yeah. of them. No,
4: I, know, I remember Dubok telling me they would get the Yamaha Japan's final settings, quote-unquote final settings, and they'd be like,
2: oh, shit. <laughs> you know,
3: and how yeah, many times have yeah. yeah. you
4: been to Japan, Rich? How many times have you oh, go to Oh, wow.
2: There? Man, I used to, for you know, I tested for Honda for 10 years, and I tested for Suzuki for 12 years, and I was, I was over there, you know, sometimes two to three times. You know, when that, when that 97 Honda came out in 96, I was over there probably probably five times that year for a oh, couple wow. weeks at a time. So, yeah, I was over there a lot, a hey, lot.
4: Hey, we got, out. we got a call. How much longer we got, Rich, for you? Before you got to go watch I'm good. pick and rolls. I'm good. Um, no, I'm good. Paul Pomek Show, you're on the air with Rich Taylor. Who's this? Hey, Tasman.
8: Hey, Taylor. I still got Hello. your number 48 subframe. We used to run a 250 subframe on a 500 hanging in my garage. Ah, did you really? Nice. Yeah, and I thank nice. you very much for you, you gave it to me at Binghamton. Wow, some riders give out jerseys.
4: RT gives out subframes.
10: <laughs>
8: no, I car, I chance. cartwheeled and bent my bike up, and he had to spare it. And, uh, yeah, it was a 250 setup. And, uh, yeah, we learned a lot from him. Taylor's a good dude. Nice. Thank you,
2: man. Thanks. That's back. Yeah, I appreciate Parts it. from Honda and a little bit of money. That was a good time back then. Yeah, a lot of parts,
7: yeah, was- huh? <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Boy, was a hey, uh, rich boy. Yeah, no, was you're,
11: it. you're a really good guy, but uh, hey, how does how does um, this get his uh, his fingers in the,
10: into the goggle lenses there? he doing a good job for you, or what? Oh, <laughs>
11: uh, come on, we don't want to get into
4: that from there, do we? A lot, of, a lot of lube, a lot of lube to get my stubby <laughs> sausage fingers inside there. Let me just tell you, I built probably, I don't know, I probably built seven hundred to a thousand pairs of goggles this year, and not and not one. Knock on wood. Kenny's head.
3: Not yeah, one. You better.
4: Not one Mathis induced error, I believe.
6: Hey Rich, let <laughs> yeah, me ask you let I me know. ask you a question. Yep. What happened, Rich Rich, what happened with Michael Young and Mathis?
2: Oh my gosh. I heard heard it cost you I heard it, heard it cost, like you, I old cost married you, couple or something. I heard it cost
4: you your goggle deal over there. No,
2: it did not. Well, I know. Oh, I no, it no, did. no, That's... it didn't cost that. But, <laughs> man, it was. I'd get a call from one side and then the other side, and then one side and then the other. I was not that happy. I,
4: I was not happy with
2: Michael Young. You Yon. were definitely. No, no. no. Thanks, You're man. like, screw it. I'm done with this job. I don't even care anymore.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't worth it for that dude to, to rain down on me like that. I just, yeah.
6: Well, I guess we, who, we've seen who's laughing last, huh?
4: Yeah, well, I, I guess don't, there must have more to. I don't want to do, say that. Whatever. Good luck to him. You told
6: yeah. me you hope he gets fired. Don't lie. <laughs> did you did, too. <laughs> I did not. Dude, don't play this like. <laughs> he a, did. He was so mad. You're such a he's like, watch. F that guy. I go, call him up. Oh, let's call him up. He goes, yeah, <laughs> let's call him up. He he's definitely like, said I got Eddie F F number. We'll call Eric. He's like, F that guy. I go, you should set up a cage match and fight him.
4: I definitely <laughs> said F that guy, but I did not say I hope he gets fired. Thanks, Hasman. Uh all right. Hey,
0: thanks, Rich. Good hearing from you. Hey, yeah, you bet. Thanks for the. Okay, call. take care. Yeah, Rich,
4: that's Hasbin. He uh, he calls in a lot, and Kenny loves it oh, yeah. when he calls in. Kenny
5: was visibly upset when Hasbin said, This Hasbin.
4: I have a witness to Kenny's visibly gets <laughs> yeah. upset.
5: Visibly, about what? Visibly upset when Hasbin called in the second time.
4: Your face makes
6: <laughs> you. you yeah. Well, I just thought he was going to talk shit to my friend on the other line. Like no. he was gonna talk shit to Rich and Hey Rich, know, uh you I'm, never know what Hasbin's gonna say, that's why. And you don't. he was and, and he was cool. And and who knew Hasbin
4: had Rich Taylor's subframe? <laughs> I, I never would have thought about that. that? Yeah. <laughs>
6: I've been with Rich before on the road and I know he didn't have too many parts to be given away, so Yeah.
2: Um yeah. Uh, uh, hey, wait, just real quick, K Doug, whatever happened to that girl with the blue hair in Florida?
6: Um, she has gray hair now. <laughs> 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 she lives in a trailer park in in uh, O'Cala. <laughs> And she has like three teeth. She's hooked on, uh, yeah. she's hooked on meth, um, but besides that, she's doing good.
2: All right. You know what? I, I almost think you're telling the truth too. <laughs> no,
6: no, that girl's doing really good. I, I still keep in contact with her. She works for the she Orlando. Cool. She works for the Orlando Magic. Um, she runs her
4: Oh come on.
6: You want to call her right now? No. Do you remember her no. name? I remember her name. Her name's Jenny. She's a I, good girl. She's cool.
2: Jenny. That's right.
6: Jenny, yeah, she's a good girl, man. Right that, we had some good times back there. That was like right when you were getting... Where was I for all these good times? You were up in the north. The
2: no, north. I was in the Yeah, you, right. weren't, you weren't down yet, I don't think.
6: 95, this I was, was there.
4: I was in the house.
6: Oh. <laughs> this was 96, no, 95, 96. I was there, PJ1 Yamaha. Yeah, but you, were, you weren't hanging out with us. We were hanging out. Remember we hung out at that... Uh, no one ever invited me. Where sure. did we, we hung out in that town, right, Rich?
2: Which one? I remember Gainesville a lot. Yeah, and and then, Gainesville uh,
6: Hey were you there the yeah. night when Phil knocked out the
2: dude? Yeah, yeah, at the at the bar, the, at the, Coliseum. the amateur uh boxing thing.
6: Yep, yep. I had him we had him yeah. on the show and we talked about it, it was awesome.
2: Yeah, Phil Maybe that
4: was the greatest ever. Yeah, Phil uh, Phil didn't really want to relive it, though. I, this sounds like an awesome story. Uh, dude, he doesn't want to relive a lot of stuff, just like Rich doesn't want to relive a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to relive it. Hey, we got a call here. Let's, uh, let's take it. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air with Rich Taylor. Who's this?
0: Hey, this is Ryan. How's it going, guys?
4: What's up, Ryan? What up, Ryan?
0: Hey, uh, quick question. Did, I just got on. Have you guys talked about the uh, Australian Supercross? Not yet on this past weekend, I think it's on tit's oh. uh it's
4: t- coming up it's tit's on tit's news, yeah, anyways, how well, Hanson you- did he win
0: did, no well Hansen won, but there uh, there's a dispute for the uh lights title or whatever. you right. hear anything about that or
5: yeah yeah they it was saying that uh Moss in one of the the races he only completed three of the five laps, so that'd only be sixty percent of the race, but the rule book says you got to complete seventy five percent, so they're reviewing it I, I haven't heard. What the
4: final okay. is, but that's Jake the latest. Or Jake or Matt, which one? Matt. Uh, you know? Yeah, I
5: think
4: I'm going to tell
6: you what's going to happen right now. Okay. Do you think they're going dis- to disqualify the Australian to give it to an American? No. Exactly. <laughs> so who's second? PJ Larson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PJ Larson.
4: Uh,
0: yeah, I think Matt's going. I don't understand. I don't understand how like they went through series and then finally the last round. They're like, oh yeah, that one round, uh, he didn't race all the races. How did that happen? No, it, it was happened? a mud
4: race. It was. It, was,
5: it was from this. This current race it wasn't from something previous it was from this the weekend the race oh, this weekend. Okay. Right, right yeah, they, they had a, a, a few moto moto race format three of them and it was I, I believe it was the first one where he uh yeah, i
4: don't i don't like pj's chances no he's sucked uh, he's 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 he's
0: fucked <laughs> i thought i thought i saw the sydney like uh race reporter and uh pj election isn't a fan of matt moss is he
6: Oh, he's not, really? No, they got... Did you see that thing online?
0: Yeah, like, did you see that the, video? He was like, the Dirt That's Shark? Why the Dirt Shark? No,
4: I didn't see that. The Dirt Shark? Congratulations
6: uh, to
0: yeah, Josh Hansen, by the dirt way.
4: Congratulations to Josh Hansen for winning his first professional title. He won it.
0: Title. Would that be the only title he ever wins, Memphis? No. I got a question for you, Memphis. Yeah. What if Josh Hansen called you up right now and said... Will you be my mechanic for next
4: year? Uh, I'd say no, but I'd say let's do an interview anyways. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't wanna go back in the ranching business. The the Pulpamex show is just too lucrative for me to <laughs> throw that away.
0: Right. Hey, I got another question. Uh, do, you, do you ride any, uh, at all anymore, Mathis? I don't. I sold my bike. Uh, hey, have
6: you seen Mathis? <laughs> have you seen well,
9: Mathis?
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: actually, I, I
0: did see him last year. you. I I'll that tell that you, that two, and he, two and years, years he, ago, I was, I, I was really, I'm gonna really tell drunk, him. and I, I'm pretty sure he looked skinny then, but I was really I drunk, seen Mathis so I ride
6: remember. like maybe two years ago when we were out at our track. Yes. And you had that orange, he looked like Santa Claus because no, you had the orange. Santa cube. wears red. Okay, it was orange, and Mathis <laughs> was riding super good. I'll give it to him. He was riding good oh, at Boulder City. 500 specialist.
4: Thank you. <laughs>
0: he, yep. you did wow. Mathis,
6: for a big dude, can bone out. I'm telling well, you Well, right I now. did used to race pro.
0: Uh, not Canadian oh, pro. Oh, wait, wait. Canadian pro. Uh, Mathis, this is what I've been dying to ask you. I just remembered. What is up with you on that 80cc motorcycle when you're like 6'4"? Ma- massacre Moncton?
4: Yeah. Is that what it was? Dude, he was 13, bro. No, no I was 15 there. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. I beat multi-time Canadian champion and top five finisher in an AMA national, uh, Blair Morgan. I worked him. Yeah, that's right. You saw that.
0: Why, why, why right. were you so big on that bike? How I don't get just, it.
4: I was just a big dude. My dad wanted me to win the 80 Canadian championship, and so he kept me on it. Did you win it? <laughs>
0: No. I guarantee everybody <laughs> in the stands that day was, "What the fuck is that on that bike right there?" Dude, he was the guy that
6: drove himself to the track and unloaded his eighty and went practicing. <laughs> hey,
0: uh, Dude, K- I,
4: Kalos was tall. Uh, Kalos was a big eighty rider.
0: He drove his bus. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it, it was cool. Though. I mean, you were you were definitely on it that day.
4: Thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's about time I got recognized a little bit. I was uh, hey, and yeah. I
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: I just don't ride anymore. So Vegas isn't really good to ride. And I sold my bike. Right. Um, well, I sold my Cowie because the EFI 450 was coming out. And Cowie's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to hook you up. We're going to give you a good deal again because I was getting a good price. And then I sold right. my bike because a Canadian guy wanted it. It was a Tim Ferry replica. Imagine that. And yeah. then I sold it, and I, I called Cowie and said, okay, I'm ready to buy a 20, 2009 EFI 450. And they were like, uh, yeah, you're clipped from the program at this. So, oh, that was. I didn't want to go buy one retail. I know that sounds really bad, but I just – and then I never bought one. I never bought one since, but I'd like to get another one. Maybe Rich can get me one.
0: What, a bike? Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kenny. Yes, sir. Hey, I just moved to California. Southern California from I'm New York. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You better be and... in T R E this weekend. Yeah.
6: <laughs> what part of Southern California?
0: I can't. I'm in Texas right now. But anyway – um, Kenny, I think that uh, you should let me come ride at your, uh, your Supercross track.
6: Come on out. At, uh, we have a, a Supercross track in Moore Park at Brian Staben's. You're more than welcome. Tell Brian that I said you could ride there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I feel like that's a joke, and you're not serious in any way, but uh, thanks Let's, thanks for that. <laughs> so tell
6: me, to, tell me to kick rocks in, and we're all good.
0: Just All show right. up, Brian Stabler.
6: Just yeah. call it. Call, call. Go up to Stabler's house. But hey, no, for real. If you want a, if you want a place to live, that guy has a facility that's good. He has a race shop, a house, I and a supercar I don't track. think this
4: dude just wants to go ride. He doesn't want to like live somewhere. Well, I'm just giving you, a,
6: giving you giving a, you a place to go, man. I'm
0: just giving. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to meet Kenny Watson and come and ride. Well, you could come. You
4: could come. I'm doing a meet and greet Hold on, on uh, December twenty-fourth. Hold on a second. Christmas Eve. You do not want to meet Kenny because I got numerous emails. That said, they went up to Kenny at the races, told him, "Hey, awesome show." That's bullshit. And he blew them. That up. is He 100%. Just turns around and walks away. Yes. Bullshit. Yes. No, no, Kenny. No, that no is saying true. goodbye. That is true. People are like, "What is up with that guy, Mathis?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's just busy. He's just really stressed <laughs> at the races." Hey, Rich,
6: could you believe that?
2: No, that can't be true, can it? Fuck no. I swear to God, I got you. Me. Wouldn't you wouldn't shine I, somebody at the hold race, you. Would you?
6: I'm 26. (laughs) (laughs) I've been 26 for 12 years. Put it that way. No, really. Not
5: really. How old are you? I'm
6: 26. I've been 26 for 12 years.
0: 38. Okay, well, anyway, you got a pretty bad, bad badass job for being, I mean.
6: 26? Thanks,
0: bud. (laughs) (laughs) Are you married or
4: anything? Taylor can't even contain himself.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Rich, Rich can't even stop laughing. No, I've been married twice. I've been divorced three times.
0: You, uh, I mean, do you just pull, do you just pull, pull us, uh, uh, in Vegas all the time,
6: or what? Dude, everyone thinks that I don't go out. I don't. I work. He, I works,
4: he works for Kerry Hart. He's going to remind us again how Kerry Hart says, you're, "You're lucky to or Merry Christmas. You have a job."
0: You Dude, keep everyone you it. You thinks a cheese, that I'm, you have a cheeseburger tattoo. You must go out and party.
4: And he's got a camel on his big toe. Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something.
0: You have a camel toe.
4: He does. I do have a camel he's toe, got, Rich. He's rich, he's got a, a picture of a camel on his big toe.
8: <laughs> oh my God! What, make, what are you gonna sound? I can't
4: make this up. Hey,
0: <laughs> no, it's really there. I saw it one I'm online. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I Twittered it. Jeez. Tweeted, tweeted oh. it. All right. Oh three. yeah, that's right. Hey, yep.
4: You have a lot of questions. We hey, gotta, are you coming? Are you coming
6: to Supercross? Are You coming to Anaheim? Yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> you come up and introduce yourself. I'm gonna give you the full
4: tour. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna give you a. I a, got a hun- I got a hundred thousand dollars if this doesn't happen.
0: Dude. Yeah, I, I guarantee he's not gonna remember this in twenty minutes. No, I Masters, won't, thank did you. Just, did you just call me out and say like I have a lot of questions? I mean yeah, are he your did. lines is no.
2: lit up he right does. now. Or? He
6: does, he's uh, an idiot. He uh, always calls people out like uh, that. Uh, you're the listener, dude. I, I dig my I love my listeners, dude. You're a great listener. You come say hi to me, I'm gonna take a picture with you and we're gonna twitter it to every the world.
0: And say okay, and this in that face. Alright Ryan, thanks a lot. Uh we're gonna uh-huh. we'll catch you later. <laughs> all right, we,
4: we really do have other calls. Hey, Ryan, I appreciate okay, you calling, man, I'm sorry. See you then, Ryan. Right, see you then. Thanks, Ryan. Have a- hey, you had a lot of questions. We got other calls. We got that was awesome. All right. Paul, look at people. Yeah, see, we have a lot of calls. <laughs> Paul on show, you're on the air uh, with Rich Taylor. Who's
8: this? Hey, it's Premix. What's up, Premix? Uh, not much. Hey, I was listening to you guys talk about Japan and, and that girl down in Florida. I just had a quick question uh, to Rich. All um, right, make it a quick um, one, a please. Long- Well, it was a long-running joke about how the promoters over there would send, like, 20 girls to the writers, you know, the American writers' rooms or hotel rooms, and just be like, here they are. Take your pick of which one you want for the night.
6: That is true. And I cock-blocked. It's very true. This is Kenny. And I cock-blocked them all in the lobby and sent them to all the mechanics' rooms.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Now, really, though, is is there any truth to that, or is that just a rumor?
4: RT? Bullshit.
2: Well, they're, uh, they're, I think that's mainly a rumor. Um, although I do mainly. know some stories about Bob Hanna and, uh, you know, back in the Super Bowl of motocross days and, uh, you know, Goodwin and that whole promoter and that whole situation. I think there was some of that action happening.
11: Right on. I, I know
2: I, I've raced down in Australia and had some pretty crazy stuff happen down there too. So, and actually, but, you know. uh,
4: well, Rich, real cool story that we're going to touch on in our podcast and you can maybe touch on a bit here. When Rich was like a kid growing up in Idaho, he would ride with Hannah because that's where Hannah lived, and he rode Hannah's works, Hondas, back in the day, and right, Rich? You were like an up-and-coming kid, and he was like just letting you ride with him, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I grew up in Sun Valley, Idaho, and that's where he lived, and uh, I ski raced all winter, and then in the summer, I would ride motorcycles, and I started training with him because he didn't have anybody to ride with, and he built these tracks like up on top of these mountains. They were like little goat trails. They were the... I mean... Like, if you weren't on it, you couldn't even get one lap around one of these tracks. They were so gnarly. And he would moto on them. 45-minute motos is, you know, just hauling ass at, like, 8,000 feet, high altitude. (laughs) Did Bob
6: Ann ever tell um, you how rad he is? Who? Did Bob ever tell you how rad of a guy he really is?
2: Yeah. He'd probably tell you now, but back then he was he was down to earth. Did no. I went to
6: the AMA? Believe it or not, just going to blow your mind. I went to the AMA Motorcycle Hall of Fame induction on a Friday night in Vegas to see Mitch Payton get inducted, and Bob Hanna got some award, and he was up there for forty five minutes talking. Oh. And that was, like was RC a, at the banquet. That was a treat. But hey you know what
2: though you know what Hannah back back then yeah, I mean I, I saw an interview online that Transworld did with him and oh, he I was talking that, was, and talking that and was awesome he was talking
6: about, was the right. writers, about the riders about the riders nowadays that was awesome I dug that
2: Yeah he likes to do that but you know what he's he's, he's you know he's Bob and Hannah Well so, th- here's the thing about
4: Hannah uh, I, I I've tried to get him on the show he said he didn't want to do it we're working on it again Here's the thing about Hannah that I get from talking to guys like Rich and Bob Oliver and John R the dude was really gnarly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like he, you have no idea. Right. He was he's the yeah, he was gnarly. He used to you know, the stories you heard about him out in the desert and he'd ride motos till his bike ran out of gas and then push him back. I've seen him do that. Right. I've actually seen him wow. do that. Yeah.
4: So I mean when he yeah, when, he, when he talks he brutal. at least has some some something to back I like up. when he's
6: talking about like the kids the the kids, the riders nowadays, when he says the riders nowadays, they just want to get racing, get out of there. They're not there for the fans. I would sit there, and that's why I had so many fans. Even if they didn't like me, I'd give them an autograph, and then I would have seventy-five percent of the fans, you know, cheering for me at the at the next time we came back there. You know, he was definitely the fan favorite, right?
8: He was. I saw him at Reno Air Races one time, and people loved him. I mean, that's that's some hardcore stuff right there. You know. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys remember when he was doing that in the in the purple voodoo plane. Yeah, that, that was some died. crazy stuff.
6: Yeah, you should have heard yeah. him saying he was like he was talking about when he raced how he didn't they were like his rivals like he he didn't like them. he didn't yeah. like anybody he goes yeah. I'm the same way in my airplane business if my guy if my competition is there I'm not nice to him that guy's taking money from me why be nice to him. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, holy shit. He used to shit. tell me that
2: all the time. He's like, if you go race, don't don't even talk to those guys. Don't <laughs> like them. Don't be buddies with them. Yeah. They're 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 trying to take your money. He was hardcore, man. I mean, I I know he talks a lot of stuff now, but he he was oh, yeah. always awesome to me. And and the guys, Bob Hanna, dude. He the things he used to do in the desert at Bean Canyon, this place out in. I mean, yeah, K Dub knows where this place is. But there's these gnarly hill climbs and rocks and. Just the gnarliest shit you've ever seen. And he would get on his bike and, you know, his Hondas or his Suzuks when he was on Suzuki, and he could go up things that would blow your mind. That, that full-blown wow. Peterson hill climb guys, there was no way. And he, you know, he wouldn't go straight up them. He'd do, like, cross hill and then turn around this sagebrush and go this way. The way he could get the power to the ground, I mean, that's, that's why he was Bob Hanna, man. He was, he was gnarly. He, you know, he is gnarly. Yeah, gnarly dude. All right, guys. We'll have a good show. I got to right, run. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for the call. See you
4: later. Bye. Hey, Rich,
6: I got a question for you. Yo. There's a long, um, how should I put this? Uh-oh.
3: For years and years and years,
6: <laughs> there's been people um, asking me this question about Rich Taylor. And, and I, I think you need to come clean. You, you know, I know you uh, come from a skiing background. Yeah, um, and someone told me this, and I've never asked you. Did you used to date
3: Peekaboo Street? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. People don't know yep. who
6: Peekaboo Street is. You need to recognize, and, and that's she's a
3: skier. Yeah. That's the
6: kind of shit Rich Taylor pulls.
2: Yeah, you yeah. don't. He don't... Uh, well, yeah. Oh well. You well. know what's so funny about that? That's when we were in, like, you know, she was like maybe a freshman in high school. <laughs>
6: And what, you were like 24?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. No. Um, that was a long time ago. Actually, you... I have a really funny story about that I'll have to tell you sometime, Kate. Now that the, uh, actually, you know what had happened was, 96, I was, uh, you know, this is what Rich Taylor, everybody knows, is when I knocked myself silly at uh, leading Washugal National mm-hmm. after that race, I'll have to tell you about it sometime. It was a pretty, pretty crazy night.
6: Oh I know God. all about it. I just wanted to hear you tell us. Say it. Uh, I, thought you were
4: come out. I thought you were going to come hey, out and let it uh, out. RT, were you with her when she was like uh, Olympic hero and all that? or was it? No, before? no, no, no.
2: no. I, I knew her when she was, I mean, she's, a, she's like a year younger than me. Okay. And we went to the same, you know, junior high and high school, and we were always friends. And, and we ended up dating for like a year um, and then I moved to go race motorcycles, and she immediately went on to the U.S. ski team. And Yeah, but when she was in you know,
6: Washougal, she was she a was ski-famous girl.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was after she'd already won the World Cup and won oh, a okay. couple uh, yeah. Olympic medals and yeah. stuff, yeah. I mean, we stayed friends. I, you know what? She's married now with a couple kids. I just talked to her not long ago. I'm, really? I'm pretty good friends with her brother still, yeah. Oh, That's cool. cool.
6: Yeah, I heard she really worked those uh, ski poles good. <laughs>
2: uh, hey RT, uh, oh, we're gonna. Let, on that note, we're gonna let you go. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. Well, I'm gonna have to come to the studio sometime. I want to come hang with you guys, dude. That, that'd, that'd be awesome. That'd dude. be awesome.
4: Tits, you'd be out if Rich was here. Right, yeah.
5: naturally. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, yeah. I'm just scared of K Dub. He knows way too much about me. That's the problem. You, so you, you sound
4: J Bone is also scared to death to come on the show. Hey, and you know what's even yeah, more well, crazy? I
2: imagine we
6: Hart and I have this saying. You know just enough to be dangerous. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but uh, for everybody who wants to check it out, thexbrand.com. You can use uh, the X code 2010. Um, punch it in the site when you, after you click buy it now to get a 40% discount. Check out tremx.com. Uh, and TRE in Simi Valley is having a massive parking lot sale this weekend where Rich will be at.
2: Right. I will be there with some good deals. We got, uh, we're got we going to have a bunch of new beer goggles out there, and uh, dude, they're awesome Christmas presents for sure.
4: Right on. Well, hey, thanks, sure. Rich, and uh, we'll get you on again. Uh, and Love to have you in studio. That'd be awesome.
2: Dude, you guys rule. I listen to the show every week, so uh, keep it up, man.
6: Thanks. Hey, Rich, you need tickets for X Games this year? Let me know.
2: <laughs> do I hit you up every year, man?
6: Always, Come buddy. On. What are friends for? <laughs> All
4: right, take All care, right, Rich. you guys. Take care. Thanks. Later. Thanks. All right, Rich Taylor, X Brown goggles. Uh, let's take a couple calls.
6: Let's hear it. Let's, who's, who's calling in?
4: Paul Pomek Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
0: Hey, it's Ryan again. I'll get too mad.
4: <laughs> What's up, Ryan?
0: Hey, uh, I got a question on Versi. Um That I, I video where it should be you, um, uh, Langston imitating, imitating Barsha. I laughed pretty hard. You know what? Um, I
4: never saw the video. I never got it. Maeda's is going to kill me if he hears this because he gets mad when I don't watch all the videos. I didn't. I was in. I was in it. I guess um, a couple times. Full screen. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: yeah, you weren't, you were, you were really quiet. You didn't really say much. you were, you're, I don't know what was wrong with you, but, um, uh, uh anyway, how was, much did Langston drink that night? Hey, was
4: that when Langston, were we in the hotel lobby and was Langston talking yeah. about revving the he, shit out of a bike or something?
3: Yeah. He seemed like he had, he had a buzz going on. Oh, uh,
4: he had more than a buzz going yeah.
3: on. Steve uh, had a hangover, no. a bear
4: claw
0: hangover. <laughs>
4: <laughs> GL was, uh, not feeling, uh, pain for sure on a uh, Sunday night, as were a lot of us. Um,
0: that was that was very funny. I laughed pretty hard.
4: Yeah, thanks, man.
6: Right on, yeah. Ryan. I'm glad you laughed. Hey,
0: hey, yeah. Um, another thing I heard, uh, Bobby Canari's racing uh, snowmobiles.
6: That's what I heard. That's awesome.
4: <laughs> you didn't hear that, Kenny. I know, but it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't hear that. I should call Bobby, see what's up. I know he re-signed with Suzuki again for Canada, and he's hoping to hit the Supercross races for his Canadian team. That's the last I heard.
0: Well, yeah, this Canadian team also has a uh, snowmobile team too. There you okay. go. That probably has something to do with it.
6: Is that, does he ride for that trucking company? What's that guy's name?
4: OTSFF.
6: Yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name that owns Andre it? Andre Lauren. Andre. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Andre. I,
3: I, you never I, know. You you know. Like, no, I do are know you Andre. Up, upset I again? What? Are you up? Is Watson
0: upset? I call again because you're like give me attitude,
6: dude. No, you do what. Uh, when I don't give you attitude, you need to start worrying, dude. I like you.
0: Oh thank God. That's
6: Chips, the chicks ch- I date. Chips,
4: we got to get back to the news. Yeah,
6: yeah right, we got another lineup. Let's, let's go. We're expecting a call here. Kenny, you remember we're name. trying to keep
4: a show, keep the show uh, short.
6: Yeah, okay. Let's let's okay. Ryan, call in next week, bro. We're yeah. gonna have some new, fresh shit off the fucking pipes, bro.
4: Swearing. <laughs> there's, there's a swearing again. Come on, Bear thank, claws uh, Thanks, Bear thanks Ryan. Bear claws. Thanks, Ryan. All
0: right, thanks, David. Thanks. Yo, Watson.
4: Whoa! Just like that.
6: Whoa, it's one of my fans? I love you guys. Who am I speaking with? Oh, really? I'm not sure if he
5: knows he's on the phone. Did you hang up?
6: Hello? Watson. Turn down your computer. Hey, what up? Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Watson. (laughs) This has to be one of my friends because only people call me Mr. Watson or Kenny.
4: Yeah.
6: Okay. Hey, uh, what up? Beanbag. What are you doing? It's button. What?
4: Oh, it's button. It's button. Oh, button. Yeah. Jimmy Button's on there. Yeah, dude. Dude, I've been on the hold
6: for like five minutes for you, donkeys. Dude, well, we had some dude calling on their line big you're, time. You're like this a regular
4: dude, fan. So my guy
6: Ryan, dude. He was he was asking some great questions. We
4: would have fast tracked you had we known you were calling in.
8: <laughs> you track me? Yeah, I what are we on the ninety? Are we on the ninety-one freeway? <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, fast tracking. Fast tracking. What's up, JB? Nothing, hey, man. Hey, JB,
6: came up, up,
8: texting me. He said, "Hey, bud, call in." So I'm like, "Alright, I'll call in." And so that's what I'm doing.
6: Yeah, oh. because everyone keeps beating me up in the chat room, asking me questions about the 75 guy. And so I'm gonna let you talk about it because I don't. Well, this dude, dude, be... just hey, hey, can
8: you can you guys clip people that are in the chat room? Yeah, yeah. You need to clip guest 18. Okay. All right, well, I ain't, I ain't feeling that guy because he's talking a bunch of crap, and I'm not feeling it, so later, he said, pal.
6: You said Paul's junior wife is hot. Who's that?
8: So it's like I don't understand. Like I, I, I jump in the chat room, and I'm actually trying to like get people some knowledge and be cool, and then you have guys who are just jerk-offs, so and it just makes no sense. Like if you, if you, Apparently, if you act like that, you don't know anything, so why don't you just be cool and maybe listen and learn a little bit, and it might take you a little bit further yeah. in life. Sorry guys.
4: Yeah, thanks for uh, being in the chat room. I don't really monitor it too much during the show, but I do. Kenny's all over it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I do, Jimmy. I do, Jimmy, and I got your back because of how these people are idiots in here that Jimmy, talk crap to me. Jimmy
4: Button, what is going on? You're an agent now, former factory rider, former national winner, uh guy with a lot of knowledge in the sport. What and I know you you know, you're just an outsider in this situation, but what in the hell is going on for Purcell?
8: Dude, uh, craziness, right? Is he, I don't know. I mean, is he I, uh, is he, I, I hope, I hope there's something that kind of um, squeaks its way through. You know, here, uh, here shortly, and uh-huh. and works itself out, and uh, you know, he ends up on the uh, on the starting date at Anaheim one. I mean, that would be, you know, that's the best scenario. That's for damn sure. But you know, it's like I think if you would have you know, had an agent
6: uh, like Jimmy Button or. Uh... Steve asked no, him, he his,
8: have... his guy's good. I mean, I mean, I I think Russ does a good job. No, I mean, he's got he's got other clients that does a good job. For, I love I don't think he's got anything uh, with Russ. I just think you know they uh you know I think maybe they thought the value was one thing, and you know unfortunately, I mean Kenny, me and you know because I mean, we're you know we're in the trenches on this thing every day. You know, two different sides of it, but. You know, we know what's going on, and just saying money sucks right now. I mean, it's not a good time to be a dirt bike rider. I mean, five years ago was the best thing in the world, you know, but right now being a dirt bike rider isn't, uh, isn't so great. Hell, you know, it pays better to be a freestyle rider. Well, Jimmy, what would
4: you do? And, you know, you work with some of the top riders in the sport. If the guy, I mean, I, I believe, I've talked to Russ. <clears throat> um, hey, and, let
6: me get something clear real quick. Sorry to cut you off. Okay. Russ Stratton is my friend, he does an awesome job. I think I didn't really meant meant what I said about him. Like if if Porcell was with Jimmy or asked him right. that he would have a ride. No, oh, yeah, okay, All right, and I record. just wanted I just want to clear that up for the record. Like
4: like when you insulted Brooks, you want to clear that up. Yes, and okay. this is like
6: the second time I've ever said I was wrong. So
4: no, but Jimmy, I'm sorry, Russ. Jimmy, if you had a client like like a Purcell or just a client, and he said I'm riding for X amount of money, and that's it. And we all know that he's worth it. And we all know he's talented. What do you do though, as an agent? Do you say, "Okay, dude, you stand by your principle," or are you talking? Are you trying to talk that guy into taking what was offered? Because we know there was. Well, here's
8: been. here's the situation with Purcell. because see, Purcell's in a little bit different situation than anybody else out there on the track, right? You know, I the the normal thing is, if I would say with every other if, with every other rider out there, you could say. Guys, listen, I'm, you you have a very short window. I mean, this, this, the window of motocross is very short. We're not talking like NASCAR or, or Major League Baseball or, or, hell, even even basketball for that matter. You know what I mean? I mean, besides the guys like Wyndham and, and Larry Ward and Larocco and a few of those guys that have really gone for like a, a massive amount of years, Kyle Lewis is another guy that did it. Jimmy Ferry. You know, you know Tim Ferry. I mean, there's a lot of like guys over the course of the last, call it, 30, 35 years of, of, of racing that really lasted and had a lot of longevity. Normally, I mean, really, truly, you get, what, six years, seven years, well, pretty good. You know, I mean, look at R.C. R- R- was the man. Ten years, ten seasons, he was over and he was done. But with Purcell, it's different because, see, Purcell's already been hurt big time. So you can't say, well, you know, you got to make the money while you can you know, because you never know when it's going to end. Hell, he knows when it can end. He's already been down the road of of having it snatched out from underneath him. You know, and, and if you know, the risk to reward ratio for him is quite a bit different than everybody else. And and so if he you know if he puts his if he puts his uh, you know his number on this is what it is this is what it is for me to go risk my life yep. to risk being able to walk and risk being able to do everything again. Well, then that's what it is. However. If that's truly what it is, then he, you know, me personally. I mean, if the numbers say the numbers eight hundred grand for him, well, then it should be eight hundred grand. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't go end up riding for three hundred. You know, right. he shouldn't. He should stand by what it is. I mean, so I don't know. It, it kind of sucks. I mean, I think he needs to be out there. I think it'd be good. Um I don't think he's going to get the money that he wanted, but you know, I think he could probably get pretty close, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his deal. I mean, he's a champion. He's a world champion. He's a national champion. I mean, he's a bad dude. He rides a bike unbelievably. And you know, had it had it not been for you know that crazy little crash he had at Poly, probably would have won the uh, probably would have won the outdoor title as well. So, and you
4: know, all too well. Doing? You know all too well, too, Jimmy, your career can be over in an instant, you know. Uh, you yeah,
8: it's you. it's in a blink of an eye, man. I mean, you know, like me, I was, I mean, I crashed going two miles an hour, you know, stupid little fall, you know, stupid little fall that did what it did to me, so. I don't know, for myself it's a little bit different. For everybody else, I'd I'd tell them they need to, you know, take a serious look at themselves and, right. and go out and make the best of what is available to them, and, you know, still making three, four, five hundred grand a year—still pretty good money, even at the risk and and of uh, what these guys have to do. And and plus, I think a lot of fans out there don't realize that, you know, to go do it at the level of a Dungey, you know, a and a Stewart, and a Reed, and a Purcell, you know, and these guys, dude, you got to make a lot of money. You got to pay. You got to have a. You got to have a track. I mean, you can't just ride the tower track or the Honda track or the Yamaha track or your KTM you got to have multiple tracks to ride. You need a good practice bike mechanic. You know, you got to have a trainer. you got to have all your stuff on point. You know, and to buy an insurance policy it costs you $40,000 at a minimum. Right. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of expenses that, that your average fans out there, you know, like guest number 18 don't know anything, you know, and, it, and it's like people like me trying to give them a little bit of knowledge, so. So, I mean, it takes a lot of money to go race at a high level. Now, if you want to be a tenth place guy, take the salary that you get and go cruise around. It doesn't really make a difference. But if you want to go out there and try to win and be on the podium and try to battle for championships, you got to spend a hell of a lot of money. You you don't buy ranches and and do all this stuff to be cool. You do it so you can win dirt bike races.
4: Yeah, well said. Good point.
8: Wow. <laughs> that
6: that was a long. That was a. Good question for what do you think Purcell's going to do?
4: Have you had disagreements Jimmy with clients or has somebody at WMG had disagreements with clients where you know the agent where you think some you, you I mean you have the power of perspective you're older you've been around you've been the hot amateur the veteran racer the guy whose career ended early. Have you had disagreements with clients and had to have it out with them totally. times?
8: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. absolutely. But you know and you know you guys that want to do, you know, that don't want to do events, or, you know, I, I think it's more like in the off-season when guys don't want to go and do these European races or whatever, but right. here's the deal. Racing is racing. I think that when you sit around and you don't race, you get a little bit rusty. Now, I don't think going and doing, like, a bunch of European races are good, but I tell you what, if you can go over and you can do a one-night show and you can make 50000 bucks and you get to go behind a starting gate and you get to see the world a little bit when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, yeah. you should do it. Because again, you don't know when it's going to end, man. I'll tell you what. I wish I could go show up one night, you know, someplace right now for fifty (laughs) k.
4: I know, and it's funny when I worked for Ferry, he turned them all down, and they were all minimum thirty five k. And I was like, "You are nuts." It was Barcelona, Geneva, Genoa, and Bercy, and he would turn these dudes down every year. Guess what he told me about six months ago?
8: I wish. Yeah, he could. He could have walked away with probably close to another million dollars in his bank. He goes, "I wish I would
4: have took some of those races." And I'm like, "Yeah, no shit." So, yeah. uh, uh, funny how that works, you know, because I was telling you,
8: yeah, you know. Dude, I can tell you this, I never turned one down. You didn't? I don't like, know. I don't no, like coming home with 60000 bucks in cash in my pockets and going and buying Christmas gifts for everybody and yeah. putting a little in the coffee can. I for liked, it, I liked it, too,
6: because I used to turn your wallet upside down on the airplane rides home. <laughs>
4: <laughs> funny, Kenny. Hey, we got it we got some calls, uh, Jimmy. Let's let's see who's on the line. Maybe it's guest eighteen. No hey button hey, but, you remember. Yeah, the, it might
6: you, be. Hey Button, you remember when we went to Mexico and we were on the bus and we played poker? And did did it, we were playing with fake money and everyone's like, Oh, write it down, write it down and dude Jenny Stevenson owed you like twenty five hundred bucks and I woke up in the middle of the night and he was sitting next to me and he had the list throwing it out the window.
8: Yeah, I, go, I do remember what? that.
6: I go, what are you doing, dude? He goes, your name's on there, too. Don't tell anybody that I threw it <laughs> out the window. and You'll be clear. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, do you remember that button? We were in Acapulco. They were filming that movie, Acapulco. Heat, yeah. And you yeah, and David and Phil. Yeah, I do himself, remember that. You and David and Phil. Dude, and I was and hung over there. for like five days. <laughs>
4: Oh, uh, uh, you remember that because you were there when I saved the chick's life. Yeah, we've covered that. Kenny jumping yeah. in, in a whirlpool. Uh, a yeah, Sh- whirlpool. Kenny did. No, like, didn't you say it was swirling around or whatever? Dude, I'm a yeah. hassle Yeah,
8: I knew He not jumped in, the girl would have drowned, for right, sure. So and Kenny, see, Kenny yeah. saved a life. I'm straight gay watch hassle uh,
4: Paul Popo X show, you're on the air with Jimmy Button. Who's this? Hey, it's Premix again. What's What's up, Premix?
8: Hey, I got a three part question, kind of, uh, for Jimmy. Um, how Shoot. many pro riders are carrying policies, uh, career ending policies with somebody like Lloyd's? Uh, what's the premium amount per year on a policy like that? And what would, what would a good, uh, payout
1: Policy be like for a career in injury, a million, five million, ten million. Like,
8: what would you, what would you recommend it, as an agent? It, it it depends. It depends on on how much money you're making. Um, all of our all of our clients, all of our top end clients that are are making. You know, if you're making a hundred grand, you can't go spend forty on a policy. I mean, that's okay. You know, you, you, you simply can't do it. Um, but you know, you're making two three hundred thousand dollars. I you can spend you know you can spend thirty five forty grand. I mean, we. We do uh, a lot of business with uh, Brian Jennings here in california who um who works directly with lloyd's and and they do us a pretty good rate but I would say on average the majority of the guys are probably spending between thirty five and forty grand and it's normally about a million dollar policy. Some guys are more some guys are less um you know but that's I would say in general that's you know pretty close to where they're all at. It's a million dollar policy. Is that enough to set somebody up for the rest of their life in this in this you know day and age with the cost of living? I mean, it's seems... no, no. But but I'll tell you what. I mean, if um, you know, it, let's just say you get paralyzed, you know, and and you're not a quad, you're just a you're, you know, you're just from the waist down and, uh, you know, you do, uh, you do something like that. I mean, yeah, is it going to set you up forever? No, but is it going to, like, at least get you, get you going in the right direction? For sure. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all, all
4: right. I had. Thanks very much. calling to ask. Thanks a lot. Have yeah. a good show. Thank you. Paul Mech Show, you're on the air with Jimmy Button. Who's this?
2: Uh, this is Scott from Marietta.
4: Hey, Scott from Marietta. Thank you for listening to the show. And uh, you got a question for one of us?
0: Yeah, actually, I got. I uh, just want to tell Kenny that I met him about a month ago at the truck races. He's awesome. He took time <laughs> out to show us everything. Great, great.
6: <laughs> they just got done telling um, me how I'm an asshole to people. That's I have great. gotten
4: tweets and emails that you were an asshole to people. I get, Dude, you can't be nice to everyone. that You get me in the wrong mood. Hey,
6: what?
2: Yell at him. Tits. Tits. <laughs> no, oh, he's an I even told dude. him I love the
7: show. He told me to call in.
6: Yeah, exactly. I remember you did. We were out here, right, in Vegas.
2: Yeah.
4: All yeah. right. No, that's cool. I, I that's awesome. Kenny was cool. Right on. Yeah. Hello.
5: Yeah, we got you, man.
4: Oh, uh, no, I hung up on him and Button. Button went Button went away, and then I accidentally hung up on the other guy.
5: I got a question for you, Steve. Yeah, what's uh, up? I was actually going to ask it to Rich, but I never got a chance. Uh-huh. Button you call see, back, by the way. You see all these guys when they're racing and they have the they're pulling their tear offs yep. and they end up pulling all of them. Yep. Is that a design error or a build error or a rider error? Rider
4: error. Button, are you there? Uh, no, oh. you hung up on me. I hung up, yeah, I accidentally <laughs> hung up on you, and I, and Button's phone went dead. Apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, no, but Kenny, right. Kenny's a great guy. We got it.
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, my first motorcycle I ever bought, you were the mechanic. It was one of Nick Way's 2002 Moto Triple X bikes. <laughs> did it blow up? <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, it really did. Yeah. Was it? You, mine? you must have put that thing together with toothpaste and.
4: Uh, I probably yes. used like a, I probably put a bunch of twigs and grass in my cheeks and then got them sort of mucousy, and then used them as glue. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Was it my fault? Like, was did you put a like, ton of hours on it?
0: Nah, it was oh. just just my first bike, so it was one of those things. If you know, yeah. so it wasn't, did, didn't learn didn't the, did, did, did learn the uh, didn't learn the rule of never buying a racer's bike.
4: No, no, they were, that, those things were changed with the parts so much. I mean, because we had frames and cases and swing arms. And uh, I don't know about never buying a racer's bike because, uh, Kenny, the bikes that you sell at the end of the year from your other sponsor, they were probably pretty good, huh?
6: Pieces of shit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks for having my back on
8: that. No, but is Button still on or did you lose him?
4: Uh, Maybe he's right here. Pullman Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
8: Hey, is Button still on the line? No,
4: Button uh, Uh, didn't leave. leave. Button's phone went dead. Has been. I gotta hang
8: no, up. No, no, no. Because Holly had a good point on Purcell in your podcast, and I I wanted to see if he heard that because yeah, yeah,
4: uh, he's not
11: filling he, he, up he, those championships just for whatever reason. Yeah, he heard but it. He right. a, Has
4: been, he I gotta. I gotta
11: go. Has Kenny's
4: mad. Kenny's mad. I gotta go. Has He's gone. Button. He's I gone. talked to
6: Button all the time, and Button told me he did he did hear that.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you and Button had that conversation.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. Jimmy's phone must have died or something. I don't
0: know. Maybe. If he calls back, I just had a question. I wanted to see uh, what, what the average um, health insurance rate is for, the, uh, for these guys.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Good good question. I have no idea.
9: All
4: right. Okay. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Hey, I got a text from Rich Taylor. Uh, he wants to, people to remember that they're doing a toy drive for needy kids at the TRE parking lot sale this weekend. So bring a toy and get half-off goggles at the X-Brand booth this Saturday. So bring, uh-huh. bring a toy. Dude, that to help a needy t- kid and then you get half if, off if a pair of If
6: you're in that area like if you live in the Southern California area, Southern California area, yeah. Dude, it is it's good. I mean, you have every vendor from Fox Thor, Parts Unlimited, um Renthal, um Troy Lee, you know, I think Hart and Huntington might even be out there every every manufacturer is there and they're, and what they're doing is they're selling their 2010 stuff and make room for the 11 so they're they're blowing stuff out like it's right. below it's almost at manufacturer's costs so you could get like a a and set set of gear gloves pants and jersey for like 100 bucks so i mean if you're in the area definitely go check that out those dudes at TRE definitely know how to you know take care of
4: you all right um We'll wait for button to see. We want to end, we want to wrap this thing up early. Remember, and it's already yeah, two and a half hours. Oh yeah. Uh, tits. Uh, let's let's uh, get back to the news a little bit. What do you got?
5: Well, we already talked about the uh, Australian thing, how Hanny took it, and there's the
4: yeah. Congratulations
5: to Hanny. Question. Yeah. Questions about whether Matt Moss will. Uh...
4: <laughs> I think Kenny answered that with a real succinct question. Right.
5: <laughs> PJ so there Larson,
4: there's no chance in hell you're going to get that.
5: All right. Sorry, PJ. And then uh, lastly, we've got the. International so the Geneva Switzerland race yeah. was this weekend. Justin Brayton took the win. Yeah, I heard he had stiff competition. When you don't, <laughs> when you when you can't read anyone's name and you never heard
4: nah, of him, dude. You, that Cedric Subara, yes, yeah. whatever, on a two stroke killed it at Bercy.
6: I heard that guy's coming to ride right here at a supercross oh, yeah? on that thing. That's really? what I heard. Oh
4: god, yeah, dude, he's two stroke. Is that the
6: kid? Is that the kid that ruined Bercy? Yeah,
4: same, yeah, yeah same, same dude. Yeah, yeah same that's same dude. he's coming to the US. Yeah, oh, okay. So uh, Brayton won both nights. Yep. Uh, Chisholm didn't race, had a back uh, neck nerve issue. He tweeted. So tw- who? Twitter, Chisholm. Oh, really? Uh, who else was there for Americans, though?
5: Uh, I didn't see any, just as far as the top 10 goes. I didn't see any other. No other Americans. Or Vince Freeze was there. What did he get? Smoked? Uh, he got seventh on the second night and then didn't top 10 the first night. Wow. So not yeah, very good. Yeah, it's all your starts over there, I'll tell you that.
4: Yeah, uh, Geneva, we raced there in the World Supercross Rounds in 0-2. Uh, we did Geneva and Harn. It's a, it's a tight track. It's another, uh, not as tight as Bercy, but. Uh,
5: like an
6: arena. Yeah, I heard, I heard Hanson and uh, Moss got in a fight at the. Oh, a, yeah? At a party that night after the race. Oh, no. Someone, matter of fact, someone even Twittered, that, I mean, uh, went in the chat room and said that.
4: All right. Hey, uh, you got a Kenny's Corner? I do. Okay, hold on one second. I do. I'm kind of
11: a
2: big deal.
4: People know me. I've been around. I know a lot
1: of people.
2: It's Kenny's corner. F-
1: you, if you don't
2: like it, suck it. Hey, right,
6: you, know you know what? You know Alby's in our chat room, right? Alby. Oh, Greg Albertson. That's what it says. Greg Albertson.
4: Greg Albertson. That's. <laughs>
6: <laughs> he called out. He called out Button when Button said that. Uh,
4: Jimmy. Jimmy Albertson's brother, perhaps. Yeah,
6: that's that big dude, right? No, he's not big. Oh, He's, maybe that's uh, the trainer guy that I seen with him. But he, whoever this guy is, he called out Button when Button said that uh, Purcell won a national championship. Just wanted to follow that up on the chat room.
4: Well, Purcell didn't win a national. Championship. I know he didn't. Oh, oh.
6: I seen you when he said that. I seen your ears perk like Burke.
4: Well, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to go in chat room fights. I don't really read no, the chat I, room. No, I'm just. I'm not. I'm in chat room fights. I don't read the t- chat room. I
5: don't read it either. Oh, yeah. what are you, can't <laughs> You're Telling me to do the deal, <laughs> uh, Johnny Kitsch. Johnny
6: Kitch. Uh, John Kitsch, Michigan Mafia guy. Yep. Uh, There's
4: my wife. She's so mad right now because I told her a short show and we were going to have a romantic dinner.
6: Now, what was that, Taco Bell? Oh, look, at her, look at her.
4: She was eating Taco Bell when I walked in. How <laughs> what? romantic is that? Well, she, she was going to she... put a candle in a chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny
6: Kitsch. Johnny uh, Kitsch. Johnny Kitch from Michigan. Fast 80 guy, right? Fast, fast right, guy. Right, right, right. Like. I think he had uh, turned left when he should have turned right in life. <laughs> um, he, was, he was a mechanic on our team when Brian Swink rode for me. When Dave Dye uh, ended up uh, going flip-flop, had a seizure.
4: And what, Kitch stepped in?
6: Kitch stepped yeah. in and, and worked for us, um, did an awesome job, um, but he still had the fire in his eyes to race. And it was, took everything I had during the week when he was supposed to be working on the bike. And they would say that they're going to go to the track, and he'd be out motoing the bikes.
4: I'll tell you what, there's stories from dudes that would know that, say, Johnny Kitsch was one of the fastest 80 riders or amateur riders ever, ever on his day. That's gnarly. I don't know, like Timmy or maybe Button or somebody's told me stories. of Johnny Kitch.
6: Yeah, he's he he's was, he was a
4: nice dude. I met him. I mean, I knew him.
6: Yeah, he 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 was one of those dudes that wasn't afraid to to hold it wide on the track and in, in the uh, in the party rooms.
4: All right, uh, you got another one.
6: Yep, Kids? Doug Henry. Ooh.
4: Besides the um, Heidi Fleiss story,
6: you know, like. I've, like, we come from different sides of the tracks, for sure. Really? Yeah, like, dude, my (laughs) my fault, like, I, (laughs) I, thank you, (laughs) not at all. The whole thing with Doug is, like, I've been around for, like, his career, and, you know, when I seen him racing, um, I seen him when he broke his back at Bud's, and then he came back from that, and, uh, you know, he, uh. Dude, the thing, I think that gnarly when he broke both of his arms, remember that? Yeah. At yeah. Bud's, and he yeah. was like this, and he was telling the flagger to undo his goggles. helmet.
4: There's goggles off, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And,
6: dude, like, I just think his whole deal, like, you know, when he was racing, we were doing the Supermoto Series when he was racing the Supermoto, then he got hurt, you know, and he was in this, in a chair, and then we went back and we did that uh, Supermoto race that he promoted mm-hmm. at, at his track, and oh. that was the deal, unfortunately, where, you know, we lost Kerry's little brother, Anthony. Tony passed away at that race. Yeah. And it just seems like he has this black cloud over his head, like I said before. And yeah. You know, now this happening to his house. And
4: Was he already paralyzed when he put that race on, or was it yes. the other way around? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah.
6: Yeah, he was already paralyzed. But, dude, it just seems like a guy like Doug Henry, You, all this stuff happens in his life, and that guy's still smiling. Yeah. And, and you know, he, he is such an ambassador for... The sport of motorcycle racing, and I think that he really need he really deserves more than he that that the, the industry and the sport has given him. Um, and and you know I think that you know I, I wish I had some memorabilia that I could give to him, but I can't give him my memories. But I could be blessed that I I know Doug Henry, and I'm stoked to say that I do.
4: Wow, things are getting deep around here. Yeah, yeah.
6: hey, this guy's remember Pearl Harbor tomorrow too. <laughs> uh,
4: all right, one more name. Can he, can right, he last
6: one, John Dowd. Oh, the junkyard dog.
4: Junkyard. Good dude. Good guy. All the, the Jets are getting hammered by the Patriots tonight, too, by the Dude, guys.
6: John Dowd. Um, hammered. I first met John when he won that race in... Uh, Hangtown? Hangtown, because what happened was Kyle and I... I wasn't even Kyle's mechanic. I was just his buddy. Yeah, yeah. We drove from the Mickey Thompson race in San Diego, or it was at the Rose Bowl, and we drove in the driving rainstorm to Sacramento, and we pitted right next to those guys. And it was Brian Berry, and they were on Privateer Kawasaki's. No, they were on a Honda. No, they were. Oh, they were. They were on the Honda. They yeah. were on the Honda. Him the, and next year, won that The next day. year, yeah. yeah. And he, Kyle and him started talking, and...
4: How'd Kyle do that race? DNF? Like of course. Everybody else? Yeah, No, yeah. I mean... I, <laughs>
6: he, made it, he made it like two laps, and then his bike... I remember we were trying to carry his bike across the river crossing and I was holding the front end and his mechanic and some flagger was holding it and I tripped on the wire and the front end fell and Kyle was screaming at me, dude, his bike just took off end over end over end and it got caught into like a screen fence in the water and water (laughs) was just driving against it. Good times. But uh, John, like I just remember him, like him and Kyle were talking and the guy was like so like, I don't want to say intense because he was... Not really, but he had this, like, sense of humor about him that was cool. And I really hit home when him and Kyle started to talk about girls. And he talked about how he met his chick, and I didn't believe it, that he met her. She, You know John Dowd's wife? He met her at the McDonald's drive-thru?
4: That's right. I knew she story. yeah. She worked
6: at the
5: McDonald's wow. drive-thru. Wow, picking up on the, the lady yeah. working the window. So don't ever think when you're ordering a
6: Big Mac and you pull up that you don't have the chance of getting that chick. Get the number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, never <laughs> yeah. you never know what's going to happen. You never know.
4: All right, that's been Kenny's corner. Yeah.
2: Suck it. All that
4: right, next awesome. up, quickly, uh, X Brand tear-off segment.
0: It's the X Brand goggles tear-off segment where timing is everything. Uh, X Brand goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle goggles. technology. Button just hit
6: me up. He said his phone died. Sorry. Oh. But he, but but he could text me. Go figure that.
4: <laughs> That's an excellent point, yeah, Kenny.
6: I'm going to hit him back. Oh, so but you text uh, me. All
4: right, Kenny. 15 seconds on the clock. Shoot. You have to answer these questions. I ASAP. do. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, I, I can give task. me your chance ability of hart Hartnettington signing Josh Hill.
5: Uh, pretty good.
4: That was quick.
9: Um, pretty
5: good. It's a good answer. Yeah. Very thorough. Screwed up my. Phone yeah.
6: Here. Uh, I only got 15 seconds, so I just going to be short and sweet.
4: Okay. Uh, next question. Kenny Watson. Next, tear off segment. Shit. 15 seconds or less. What is the biggest regret in your life?
6: Kicking out the, uh, moto, the MX chick.
4: 3.3 oh, 3 seconds. Wow. Okay.
6: I don't really have any regrets in life, dude. I would never go right. back and change anything. Anything that happened 100. in my life, I learned yeah. from, and I became better. Makes you who you are.
4: What about leaving Sheik's clutch lever loose?
6: I never left his clutch lever loose. Uh. I'd never, never, ever. He, oh, no,
4: the antifreeze. You... That wasn't
6: that, that was a, re- was a regret.
4: Okay. Kenny I, learned, Watson? I learned a
6: lesson. Let the uh, mechanics work on the bike.
4: Here's a question for you, 15 seconds or less, Kenny. Uh, is Pink and Carrie, are they going to name the baby after you? No. 2.3 seconds. Nope.
6: Um, They're naming their baby Harley. It's a boy. Harley Hart. Really?
4: No. <laughs> I <was> like, what? <laughs> that's what I that's uh, what I
6: that's my input and he told me I'm crazy uh, kill myself.
4: Tits legendary, fifteen seconds or
5: less. Oh wow, okay.
4: What did you think about doing this show tonight? How well, was it? I loved it. Four seconds. You had to think about it a little bit,
5: huh?
4: Alright, that's been the X-Band Goggle Tarot segment. We had X-Band owner Rich Taylor on earlier, and remember you can go to the parking lot sale, donate a toy, get half off goggles. Uh, Also, punch in Xcode 2010, 40% discount off for this week on uh, on goggles. um, Visit thexbrand.com. What do you think, Kenny? Let's wrap this up. Do we have to? Wow, we can't wrap it up with one more version. Oh Oh, yeah! (laughs) If this guy's listening, make us another one. For
2: anybody's Max, listening, it's good, right? Yeah, it's good. Keeping <laughs> <laughs> the
5: <a> robot. <laughs> I'm, I'm
4: popping and locking, right? Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Is that good?
5: No. That was a good try, though. It's good. Yeah.
1: Documentation. to live from the Vegas It's
4: total bullshit. What do we do, Kenny? Sit back. Sit back. And enjoy. Sit back. All right, and that uh, then that is a cool version of our. So show. next
6: show is uh, January the uh, 10th.
4: No, why not? No, let me look at a calendar here. January the 10th. Hold on, Kenny. You don't you don't call no shots. Shot caller, big baller. Let's do a show Well, January 3rd. Would definitely be the Supercross preview show. We're coming out of the gate with new sponsors, new look. New, maybe some video even. Did you like having tits here? You can I be love, honest. I love tits. What about <laughs> you like, tits. JR? Did you like him better than JR? Yeah. Wow. Okay, then. Wow, JR's going to be very angry.
6: <laughs> no, JR did good. He, right. But uh, it's, it's like you, you invite JR. He's going to go to the gunfight with no bullets in his gun. Tits showed up with guns loaded. Huh? JR's yeah. never showed up with any uh, content. Well, I was I,
5: asked to do this.
4: But I never asked. I JR felt did. like
5: I did it well. I think he
4: killed and it. J- and Jr. drinks a lot during the show.
6: Yeah, he drinks beers and stuff.
4: Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Jr. Uh, kills it too. I, how about this? How about
6: your next show, Tits and Jr. do it, and I don't show up? No. Let's try it that It won't way. be the same. No. It won't. No. I'm just trying
5: to But you
4: know, with here.
6: this new, with
5: this new mixer show. board
4: we have, we can run eight mics. We can have a real free-for-all, a regular orgy, if you will, of microphones. Uh, hey, thanks to David Pingree. Thanks to Rich Taylor. Thanks to Jimmy Button for calling in. Um, thanks to uh, TREMX.com. Check them out this weekend. Thanks to JGRMX.com. Please check them out. Get your motor suspension mods there. X-Brand goggles. Uh, Rockwell watches. I was going to do some trivia. I forgot. Um,
6: yeah, we were going to talk about the, the Boulder City race. You forgot.
4: Oh, uh, You want to talk about that? No. How was it? How was it was it? phenomenal. We didn't even talk about Bercy either. We talked
6: about Bercy. All we had to talk about was the Bear Claws. I wanted you to the ask Bear me questions Claws. about Bercy because maybe I had some insight. I, dude, Percy did not even – I'd rather watch the Enduro Cross than watch Percy.
5: Enduro Cross is fun, though. Tits, who exactly. got you a free
4: ticket last year? You did. Thank you.
6: Dude, let me tell you something, bud. Yeah. I like the promoters of Bercy. I like Eric.
4: Xavier. Xavier, Red. they're
6: awesome dudes. Yeah. Pull but that I, microphone I, closer. I, I think that Bercy has lost its wind. I, lost its, I think it's lost its steam. And it, They need to revamp themselves. They, I mean, dude, who
4: do they have there? They had, they had, well, they had some big names turned two. them down at the last second. Like no. big Tra- names. Trey Kennard was, was contracted to go, was going to go. Bowed out the last second. Ivan Tedesco said he wasn't going to go. They thought they had him. I think they need to, I think they need to change their format a little bit. I don't. But think did you like it when Stewart went and just whooped up on everybody?
6: You no, know. But I liked it back in the day when every rider. I was know. There. Well,
4: yeah, I, and I think they're aware of that, and they uh, they might change it. I, I know one thing they're going to do is they're going to change the lanes. They had six lanes across an arena. They're going to go to four and try to open up the racing a little bit more.
6: Well, I think they need to do is open it up to only do like two days of racing instead of three days. Right.
4: Well, yeah, I don't know.
5: Is it That's also a, a, a matter of? The entry or not entry fees, but how much the riders are getting paid and stuff.
4: Yeah, that's what it, I mean. That's why oh, that's back in dollars. the day they would bring, you know, Stanton, Bradshaw, Larry Ward, Chicken, you name it, they were there and they just can't afford it now. Right. So everybody wants, you know, 30 grand minimum.
6: Well, do those dude, races. you got to understand that's three nights of racing. Yeah. That's three nights of racing. Those other guys would get that much for one night. Whatever. So they're not going to go race for $10,000 a night.
4: Yeah. How terrible is that? Tits, ten grand. Oh, that'd be
5: awful to go. I wouldn't have to raise for off of the bear
4: claw for ten g's a night. For ten grand a a night. It's different for us. I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't. I don't get that. (laughs) Neither do I. But that's. Um, How was privateer challenge?
6: Awesome. It was Awesome. Good feedback and good uh, good uh, coverage. Yeah,
4: and guys made some money. Privateers made some money. Yeah, guys
6: made a lot of money. Yeah, it was. It was great. Was Hollywood there? Yeah, he announced it. I know Hollywood was there. Hey, who's going to win
5: Anaheim?
4: We're not
9: going
5: to go. You think? Hope. All right. Hope. He's my guy. Is he your guy? He's the one I'm rooting for. All right.
4: We don't have favorites on this show.
5: Oh, we don't? Are we no. completely uh, Complete, unbiased? Com- completely neutral. Oh.
4: Now that Timmy Ferry's retired. I would say
5: you can't say anything else about Timmy Ferry then. <laughs>
4: I haven't talked to Red Dog much lately, man. I wonder if we're on the outs. Oh, I think you're done. Dude, he was, he's was he been on a kind of a beer fest for a few weeks. <laughs> Has he really?
5: <laughs> he yeah, he, he into a, a drunk?
4: He, he had a bachelor party, then he had a hunting trip back <laughs> to Who got back. Who Mike Williamson. Cowie. And then he had a hunting trip back to back, and he just drank a lot of beer. Who'd he go with, Larry? No, uh, it's his, uh, his father-in-law. Ryan Dean's dad, Tony. And some other people, I believe. So I haven't talked to him much. I feel kind of left out. I don't know if he's going to. He'll be there for us. Not He'll kidding. be there. He'll be there. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, hey, by the way, if you're on Twitter, David Pingree is on uh, Twitter now. He is Pingling 101. Official. Pingaling if you wonder why
6: I haven't, like, I don't Twitter you or anything, you know I don't follow you no more, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I quit following you. Why? You're boring. Too much? Too much? Yeah, you're, I've, I told you that before. If you keep Twittering this nonsense, I'm not going to follow you.
4: <laughs> What's nonsense? Race updates? Or, like, what do you mean? Give me an example,
6: like when you go, dear John Michelle Bale. Oh, Steve. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude.
5: I like those actually. The the letters from Steve. Thank you, Tins. Yeah, they're Did good. Like
6: them? Uh, well, I don't follow you, Kenny. I'm boring. You can I suck can't even it. spell. I can't, you even can't even spell, spell those. Right. I spelled Dole Dostereckis. Trekkies, dos, <Tereckis>. dos. <laughs> The most interesting man in the world, Kenny Watson. <laughs> I want to get a tattoo my dad. Dad. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that has been it for the Pulp MX Show. Thank you for everybody listening.
6: Thanks for the listeners. Appreciate it.
4: Uh, oh, my God, Kenny. We're really bad. We didn't even run a commercial.
5: You didn't take a break or anything.
4: We That's all right. We still through.
6: have our sponsors. The other one that we weren't going to run, they're still back next year. So you guys <laughs> suck us.
4: <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Terrible. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. We are supposed to take a break and run a commercial. We forgot. That's how much fun we were having. Uh, I don't know when our next show is. Kenny says it's January 3rd. I say it's probably before that. Tits, when do you think we should have a show?
5: I'll be on vacation for the next two weeks, so I won't be available until the th- Oh, January shit. 3rd. Stop the presses. Yeah, start, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you can't do any when shows you until we're back? back. Yeah, let's get it back. Alright,
9: <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, thanks for everybody for listening, and we will see you when we see you. That was amazing. You guys changed
11: people's lives tonight. I know, we were so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. <laughs> You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. Thank you.